Blog Talk Radio. Ten years ago, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire... Hockey Radio Show, brought to you as always by BackpagePress.com and by the number one non-updated hockey site in all the land, LCSHockey.com. LCS, the Mountain Goats of Podcasts. Yeah, Mountain Goats. All right, Mike Dell, yes. uh, it's the night that I dread, it's the <laughs> night that I loathe. As much as I despise doing the show in the first place, this episode is at least ten times worse. Yeah, it's uh, a very special evening, and that's why we're doing it Thursday mm. at 7 instead of our usual Friday at 9 time. Um, is our guest here yet, yeah. Larry? Maybe. <laughs> All I want to say is, as bad as, it, as this night usually is, we're mixing poetry in. <laughs> This time, <laughs> like it was almost like, how could we make it worse for Larry? Like I, he already just despises his life that day. How can we just make it a little bit worse? Oh, what about poems? Like yes, poems. So congratulations to you, motherfuckers. <laughs> Brandon, it is hello. I wondered where Jerry bought his pantyhose. What is wrong with you? How? Yes. That's horrible. How do you call yourself a man? Holy hell, I need to have these women. Cousin Brandon Damashek. Holy hello. <laughs> there he is. My God. It's it's been a long time. It's been at least a year since he's been on the show. I think well, it's been longer, according to Well, we've been, we were trying to figure this out, and I think the last official appearance he's had on the show was right after he got his Rebel Jews smoking jacket, which would have oh been like that would have been around November 2017ish. That's right. Holy what a jack. So he, but he has been on the show. I think he called twice, and he made brief appearances. He just called out of the the blue. We weren't expecting him. But I, I popped up now and then. I, yeah, I, I I think I did. But it's been like we didn't do a music show last year. The best music of 2017. We skipped that entirely. 
And then uh, we're a little little tardy on this year because usually we do them like you know jan- right in January, so it's already about That's March. Right. But uh, yeah. Now, now Larry, look, I look at it. It's an opportunity to torture Larry. So I, yeah, I, I mean, I, I can't resist. I, I, I think Larry, we, we need to make this happen. Like you got a year and a half like not ha- hearing this music for you know, so I think you should be pretty happy about it. It was a reprieve. It was a stay of execution, but tonight is your night, Larry. Mm. Well, as you both know, I am the one technically in charge of the switchboard, so I I don't have to play shit. We could just sit here. Well, before we get into the music. It's a joy to talk to you both. What do I Yeah, that's what I – we should catch up. It's been a while. So uh, now the last time you were on the show – it's been a goddamn while. Where the fuck – You were uh, in the midst of your – you gave up the booze. I did. You giving up the booze. You're living clean and sober, and uh, how I, did that I go? I was. Not so good. Yeah. Um, it For about, for nearly a year, I'd say for 11 months, <laughs> the wife and I both, uh, you know, we, we, we put the sauce down, decided um, it wasn't helping my health, it wasn't helping... Uh, my attitude, my mood, I, you know, I, I can look, I'm not going to lie. I can, I can, I'm a fun drunk. I can be an angry jerk. I can do it. You know, I, 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 I've, I've got what's called the spectrum. I can do it all. So what we decided was, you know what, Brandon, you stop drinking or you get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so considering that and considering, like I said, me being diabetic, it was probably yeah. a good time to to give up the sauce. So we did, like I said, for 11 months. And I'll tell you what, I was miserable. Like, I, I, I felt better. <laughs> my, eyes, my eyes didn't have bags under them. Like, I, you know, I was going to work, and I was actually engaged. I was getting shit done. I mean, like, <laughs> I was driving home at night and not running the risk of running into a tree. I mean, things were good. I was, I was doing well. And everything was, was fine. And then we – but then, see, we had these plans because um, – August 31st of 2018 was me and the wife celebrated our five-year wedding anniversary. Wow. And we were also celebrating uh, September 5th. The wife was turning 40. So we made plans well in advance during our sobriety. We said, hey, you know, it'd be great. Why don't we take a trip? And we decided, let's go to Copenhagen. Let's go to Denmark. Why not? We'll have a great time. Denmark. That first, I'll tell you what, not only was it, was it wonderful, but oh, how I slipped! I mean, that first night—no <laughs> lie. I think I, I think we drank. And keep in mind, we had been up. I think since or we we flew out of Philadelphia at I want to say 8:30 p.m. Got into Copenhagen after after a stop in Iceland. Probably got in. It was like eight in the morning. So already we're just a goddamn mess from the time change and everything. That night, I think we drank four bottles of wine. No <laughs> lie. After not no. drinking for 11 months. I got a lot of questions here. It, it, first, is this your first trip uh, overseas? It was not my first trip overseas. I had been once before with 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 uh, uh, the lunatic mother of my daughter. Um, <laughs> we went on our honeymoon over to England and Paris. So I had been overseas wow. once before. The wife now, my the current wife, wife too. She had been. She's been several times. She's been to Amsterdam several times. She's been to Germany, Italy. Uh, she's been all over the place. So for yeah. her, it wasn't the first time, but it, it was both of our first time to Copenhagen. I got to tell you, by the way, what a goddamn delightful place! I loved it there. It was yeah, wonderful. How, 
how long was your stop in Iceland? Did you, did you leave the airport at all, or were you just? No, we did. We did not leave the airport. It was pretty fucking miserable because, like I said, it's like eight in the morning Iceland time, and and clearly, if you're in the Icelandic airport at eight p or eight in the morning, <laughs> you're you know you're you're catching another flight or you just showed up to go wherever. But like, you can just see the misery on everybody's face. It's like, God damn, it's. <laughs> It's cold and I'm everything's awful. It's eight AM and they're screaming children. I'm like, what is happening? But I hear Iceland is supposed to be one of the most beautiful places in the world. I know. I know. I'd love to spend some time there. It's supposed to be very, very cool. Very Bjork there too. We did not (laughs) see Bjork. Um, I think the only thing I saw in Iceland was a bathroom. I think that's about it. That's pretty good. I made a quick stop. Yes or no on Bjork as far as breaking it off? Yes. Wow. The answer is yes. I hear you. I I don't even have to hesitate. Really? I'll tell you why. Number one, um, I don't know how old Bjork is now. Now that you bring that up, she's got to be, what, 50, mid-50s? Something like that. Oh, she's got to be, uh, yeah, probably mid-50s. She has to be. But here's the thing. Total yeah. weirdo, but a talented weirdo. Uh, and and Dancer in the Dark is a great movie. But why? What's your answer? I bet your answer is yes. Oh yeah. Oh hell yeah. See, there you go. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah, definitely. Bjork. But she's not everybody's flavor. You know what I mean? She has a. She has. A I unique, understand, unique but that's what makes her desirable. Yeah. Is that she's so strange looking? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's exotic looking. Yeah. yeah. So did, you, uh, did you hear me? She's fifty-three. Fifty-three. Oh, right. Okay, I was close. I said mid fifties. Okay, well, yeah. man, she's only eleven or sorry, ten years older than I am, and she's done so much more with her life. I, you <laughs> know, but that's I, I, I so resent uh, people my age or younger or closer. People have accomplished things. Isn't it the worst? I, I just hate people. Uh, Brandon, they, they were kids. you were up yeah. for like forty hours and then drank four bottles of wine. Nobody does that. <laughs> You're right. I take it all yeah. back. Now we, I'll say this though, by the way. So what, what really happened though too, it wasn't, we didn't get to Copenhagen and we were like, Oh, we're here. Crack the four bottles. I mean, we got to Copenhagen. We checked into our amazing hotel. It was a wonderful place. Um, we walked around our, the neighborhood we were in, which was, which was dynamite. And again, because this was a, a double special occasion, like we had made reservations in advance at some pretty like, you know, because I, I, we wouldn't typically do this, but at some pretty high-end places, we're like, we are going to fucking live. Like, we're yeah, going to be here up. and celebrate. And it that first night, we went to this place, I believe it was called Pony, and went there the first night, and it was dynamite. We're like, yeah, let's get some wine with our meal. Let's do the wine pairing with the food. And then we left there, and we ate the food. It was great. And we, we, we drank all the wine, and then we went to another bar, and we had more wine, and then we went to another bar and had more wine, and then we went to the hotel and drank more. I mean, it just it was nonstop. Oh, it was now, wonderful. Now, oh, when you were the making... next day, by the way, didn't get uh-huh. out of bed till 3 in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Uh, <laughs> when you were making the plans to make this trip, did you decide then that, hey, we're going to go off the wagon, we're going to booze it, or oh, was it did. just a... We, we, oh, we okay. knew it. No, we, we absolutely <laughs> had, like, realized, we're like, you know what, um... We're going to be celebrating. It's it's silly to think we're not going to go drink. The problem was when we returned to the United States, the very <laughs> night we came home, we're like, let's open a bottle of wine. <laughs> <laughs> it's been all downhill. Since. Oh, no. So, so 
you're back, uh, I guess, off the wagon. Is, um, yeah, that would be the term. You're yeah, off the or wagon. as my boss put it at, at the at the Christmas party, he was like, oh, you're back on the team. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, or as I put it, yeah. hey, your Twitter doesn't suck anymore. <laughs> so, Either way. so how much Either how way. much are you drinking nowadays? Too much. I mean, it's you know, oh, it's it's still out of it's out of control. It's it's, it's angry branding. Put it this back. way: I, if this gives you an indication, last weekend I bought a case of forties. <laughs> a case of forties. I did. I'm, I'm drinking you bought forties of Mickey's right now. Forties? No, they come in twelve packs. Of they come in, yeah. Uh, it's a twelve pack. It's not a, I, what, I'm not an animal. I bought twelve of them. <laughs> you're well, you're also not uh, fourteen years old and sneaking them, well. you know, into the woods. Maybe, you know what, what I am. What kind of human broke. being are you? You're a goddamn monster. I'm broke. I got no. I have no money. I have no money. And you can oh buy a case God. of these things. Now think about it. That's twelve forty ounce beers. You can buy a case for like thirty bucks. It's you know, it's very. <laughs> it's cost effective. You, you have to think. Uh, and, and don't oh my God. I, I, you know, I'm still also drinking the wine, and we're drinking whiskey, and we're, you know, we're 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 living. We're having we're fun. living. I'm gonna slap the but, fuck uh, out of you, fucking malt liquor. <laughs> no. Are you? Not, uh, listen, it's not. My, wait, wait. Let me just say to Larry real quick. The Mickey's is not my 40th choice. It's Colt 45. The lady yeah. likes the uh, yeah. the Mickey's, uh, so I'm like, okay, that's Colt 45. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> Oh, Do they still have the big mouths? Are they still big mouths? Uh, the big mouths are on. If you buy, I think the twelve ounce bottles, I think still have those. But that's her. Da- Mickey's. Hey, look, I, I, I'm kind of with you. Mickey's are not good, but you know, whatever. They'll get the job done. We I mean, loved them at seventeen years old. We loved Mickey's. Well, that's what I'm saying. Exactly right. I'm not proud of this. I mean, you're forty three. I am forty three. <laughs> But I'm living. You, get, you know like what? High I'm, li- I'm living something. like I'm you can, twenty. You can get high life. No, I won't drink the high life because the high life is a uh, they, they they support the Trump. I won't do that. So were they? Uh, you know, oh. I used to love high life. So yeah. So right. were they out of Zima? Is that why you went with the other stuff? <laughs> well, I. If, now I'll tell you what. Um, Zima used to be the the, the betting beer, and what I mean by that is my buddy Chuck and I, who's actually out your way. He's in Pittsburgh. In fact. I just I was just texting with him a little bit ago. He's on his way out to Seattle. Um, we used to do bets all the time that would involve, and I think we've talked about this. We did one where it was like you have to get the hottest wings on the menu, but you can only drink Zima. Like you know what I mean? So like that. So or we would do you know we'd lose a bet and it's uh, that's a lose, you have to lose. go to the bar and and order uh, nothing but Apple TVs and things like you know. But in like really shady oh, bars where like just saying Apple TV will get you killed. So. Um, right. <laughs> oh, and by the way, can I, can I, uh, and, I, and see Mike Dell, this is what I told you. I get so tangential, but I, let me just mention one other thing regarding bets. This is a, this is a nice story. So in the off season, regarding of, uh, major league baseball, sorry. What's Who is this regarding Vince? You no, Vince? this is regarding my brother. It's regarding my brother. Oh, uh, Mitch, you know, Mitchell, that's right. All right. Yes, All right. he's that All guy. Right. You know him. All right. So in the off season, yeah, I know. Who, I, did, I, I didn't hear what you said. All right, oh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm I'm, sorry. I'm doing my usual walking around, and it's probably breaking up. Anyway, in the off season for baseball, uh, my brother and I were both, you know, big Phillies fans, and the Phillies announced, "Hey, we have all this money to spend. We're gonna, you know, blah blah blah." So he he was like, "Watch, they're gonna fuck this up. They won't get Machado. They won't get Harper." 
And I said, oh, no, I disagree. They'll get at least one of those guys. So what we did, we made a bet. And we said, "Uh, look, you know, loser, we have to go to our local wing joint here and order the six of the hottest wings they have on the menu. And uh, lo and behold, what happened just a couple hours ago? Bryce Harper signs with the Phillies. Oh, congratulations. So guess what? Yeah. So that means I get to uh, enjoy my brother's pain. Believe me, I kept saying, I'm like, if I lose this bet, I might uh, literally, my ass might fall off. Like, I might die. I was I was that concerned that I would die. Well, since you bring up Mitch, I, I haven't listened to Days of Thunder in a long time. Did he ever end up getting that tattoo on his ass of Days of Thunder? No. Why have you not listened to the podcast? I just – I haven't been listening to anything. Um, oh, it's so good. Um, no, he has not gotten the tattoo, and, and I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I messaged Dave about a week ago and said, listen, clearly Mitch has no intention of doing this. I'll do it. <laughs> What? I'll get it done, and I'll tell you what, I'll undercut him, and we can, we can make it a bit. I was like, well, you just want to get more I'll 40. I'll get it done. That's you want to so, look, I, I have an expensive habit to pay for, number one. Number two, if he's not going to do it, I'm like, one of two things happens. I get a Czech uh, Republic tattoo. You know, I further infuriate uh, David Feeney, or I get a Spencer's Union tattoo, and maybe I make good after all the poems. After no. Twice, she said, and everything else. Huh? Uh, yeah. Right? Yeah, so you either and, way, I win. Who cares? You you and Feeney have to be blood rivals. You can't be sporting a Feenster yeah. Union tattoo. Well, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Why not? Maybe, maybe. Uh, well, I don't know if that would be me turning heel. And I'm not quite sure that either way. I don't know. Doesn't seem like the worst yeah. idea. Hey, yeah. uh, I am concerned about about the health of Brandon. You, you boozing again. Uh, do, you, do you and the wife exercise? Do you have like a regular... Regimen? I haven't done a goddamn bit of exercise. I mean, seriously, it has been, yeah, it's bad. I mean, it is, it's, it's been bad. I have gotten so goddamn lazy. I don't know what the hell it is. Um, I'm not though. The thing is, it's not though like, man, I'm sitting around drinking. I put on 20 pounds. I weigh the same. I'm not, nothing's really changed, but I bet internally my body is so goddamn angry (laughs) at me. Oh my God. I can only imagine. You know, not to mention my diabetes must be very so what are you doing? Like for yes. I'll tell you what, during that stretch of not drinking, my my you know, my blood sugar numbers, they were great. It was doing wonderful. Now, eh, not so much. Huh. Yeah. Well well good luck with all that, you know. I hope, <laughs> I hope it works out for I really you. Really enjoy myself. <laughs> eh, well, bottom line is this. It's like I can't are you – wait, okay, so let me ask you first, both of you guys, and I think I know the answer, Mike Dell's answer, but Larry, you you, you drink booze, right? Not really. Not anymore, I don't. Really? really? You're off You're off alcohol? Yeah, I probably – I'd say this whole year I've probably had maybe like six beers. What? I thought you used to drink yeah, all that Canadian it. beer. Like you were always drinking. I used to. Yeah, I just got, I got oh bored. My God. I got bored. Oh, my God. You're doing other things, though. <laughs> no. And by that, I mean anal. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm exercising. Um, yeah, I'm doing, I'm literally no. just laying around. That's mm. not what I meant. But, okay. And what about Dell? You're, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not drinking either, right? No. no I'm, I'm clean living. 
clean. But you're and, doing other things. Uh, I, well, I usually I had been exercising quite a bit. I was in really good shape. And no, that's not what I, that's not what I meant. Oh, I mean you're, you're taking the spike. <laughs> yeah, you're taking oh, no. the spike. Oh, the heroin. Yes, no? of course, the heroin. Yes. Okay. Well, no, I just want to make sure. The, I'm the like, H. It's, I, I know it's been a while since I've been on the show, but it's not been that. Long. Yeah. Let's not. Yeah. Be crazy. I mean, okay, well, good. Well, a, that's good. Yeah. yeah. So why? So seriously, okay. So Larry just said he's not drinking because he he's bored by it. What what's your excuse? Why are you not drinking? Ah, uh, health reasons. Health reasons. Really? Is it something no, serious? I don't understand. I, no, I love my life so much. I want to live as long as possible. Well, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Why are you not drinking? Because I know that <laughs> exactly. Good. Believe why me, I ask drinking? myself that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you need to put Why a don't you get a bottle of booze and just nip at it here and there? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Because it would end poorly. That's what real writers you know, do. It, it would end poorly. Because I did have like three I, years where I, I was just boozing all the time, Larry. You were there for the glory days. That's what I thought. Yeah, like yep. yeah. 23 to 26, I drank a lot. And then, uh, you know, 23 to 12, but you didn't really do any adult living. Man. Like that's that's when you should be drinking like crazy. I did it as uh, an adult, man, and I'll tell you what, it's sad. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah I suppose D-Y, I was young enough yeah, where, you know, my system could handle it. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, true. It was a fun time. Do either of you, you guys know, ever have a DUI? Oh, no, no. Larry's always my designated uh, driver. That's why. Yeah, Larry, have, did you yeah, have one? No, no DUIs. No. Oh, I had one. Why do you yeah. have Oh, you have a DUI? I did. It's been expunged from my record. It's been long enough, but I did. Oh, okay. It's a, it's so a terrible story, so I'm not gonna. Yeah, don't worry. No, but no injured other than myself. But uh, yeah, let, yeah. It's, let it's, me it's, just. It's a bad story. I think I recall. Did you run into a parked car somewhere? That's right. That's right. Yeah, seems about right. <laughs> and uh, and and there's more details that are just worse. But yeah, that's uh, All right. I, I was you I was, were I was heading somewhere, but yeah. Uh, I was heading somewhere. Mm. <laughs> I, was, I was going to see about a girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh. Anyway, that's a Goodwill Hunting reference. That's fine. That's, yeah, that's exactly right. Mm. So, anyway, well, let's move on from this. Um, yeah. Because I know we have so much to talk about. Do, do you want to get into whoa, the whoa, music whoa, right whoa. now? Or no? Wait, no, wait, I didn't know wait. if you wanted to talk about wait, the book no. about something else. Yeah. Please, Larry. Yeah, let's talk about something else. Yeah, let's talk about other <laughs> No, I'm saying we could talk. Um, we could talk about the book. We could talk another. Uh, no, thing no, 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 no. What? I want to talk about the Sopranos because you just finished uh, watching the <laughs> sure. Sopranos and no, stuff. No, I did. So that's fine. What, what was your take? As this was the first time you had ever seen like an entire episode, or you had seen an episode no, here and no, there no, no, before no, no. this. Yeah, so I had seen, uh, I think, several episodes over the years here and there, but like never, I was never watching on a consistent basis where I would be like, oh yeah, I got to tune in next week to catch the next episode. So I was watching it for some reason very sporadically, and I don't, I don't know the first time I watched it, I don't know the first episode I watched, but I was like, I just never, I don't know, I guess I just never cared that much i was never swept up in all the uh the fanfare and oh it's what the greatest show ever it, it that never 
spoke to me that way. Um, I'll be honest. I, I finished it today. I finished watching the entire series today. It's dynamite. It's very good. I love it. It really is. It's very good. It, it now, have good you, I, so, Larry, since you love it, have you gone back and, like, rewatched it, or have you watched it once? Oh, or? yeah, I've rewatched it several times. Oh, yeah, definitely. Have you really? Man, oh, it's oh, an yeah, investment. I, I love it. I mean, it. It, it's a lot. Oh, yeah, there's a lot Who's, there. So, there's a lot there. There's a lot of episodes, a lot of characters, a lot of deaths. I was just going to say, who's, who's your favorite character? And don't say Tony <sighs> Soprano. That's, that's a that's All a right. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. I'm probably gonna say Polly. I love Polly. Polly's just like <laughs> he's just so crusty funny. and grouchy, but funny. It's just, I, I don't know. I like Polly. He's a real. What about you? I was like, I couldn't believe. Oh, he is. What a what a. Some of the stuff he does is really awful. Like he's a, he's kind of awful. Yeah. Um, he is. My favorite. I'll tell you one of the guys who initially I was like. Okay, but who I well, Silvio obviously is great. I love uh, Christopher's yeah. great. Um, even yeah. though again, they're they're all. I mean, let's face it, they're all terrible human beings. <laughs> like it's not like oh, yeah, well, he's a good guy. Yeah. Um, but one of the characters I really came to love was uh, Bobby Bacala. Oh yeah, Bobby. Yeah, I like Bobby too. Yeah, he's he's great. great. What yeah, a sweet he, guy he was. I he's just so he loyal. Was he's just a loyal, good yeah. dude. Yeah, you know. he was just—he was a really sweet fellow, and I'm like, it was a shame that to see him get gunned down like that, buying his uh, his toy trains. I'm like, ah, oh, man, poor Bob. Yeah. Now, no. conversely, who's who's the worst character? Hmm. Hands down, it's Janice. Like Janice can go fuck her. <laughs> I can't fucking stand that lady. I want to fucking take a swing at her. Like even in real life, I might swing at her if I see her. <laughs> if she's a comic book show or something, I might literally just go swing at her. Just I just hate her. I hate Janice. So, and Dell, I, I I hope I'm not cutting you out of this. I'm assuming you've watched The Sopranos or no? I watched it during its initial run, but uh, I wasn't like a huge fan or anything. Okay, okay. I just wanted to make sure you weren't like I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, I would say this, Larry. Clearly, Janice is despicable. And she's a self-serving ass, and she does terrible, terrible things um, over and over again. But still, I, I think when all is said and done, I may have to go with AJ Soprano. Oh, he, he I was hate such AJ a, so much. He was such a goddamn spoiled little asshole, and I'm like, and then try, tries to take himself out and fucks it up, and I was like, damn it. Like, I was so disappointed that he messed that up. Like, God damn it. Can't he just be dead? Like, he was just it, awful. And you know what's, what's even worse is, like, as bad as he was, like, the character, like, that kid's not even, like, a good actor either. Yeah. No, he was wasn't just, like, very watching good. A, I, I, I agree. No. I agree. Yeah, I, I, I thought the not same into thing. AJ I, either. And, and don't get me wrong, Meadow Soprano's a goddamn pain in the ass as well. Like, they're just, they're just awful. I think... You know, Carmella's annoying, but does a great job. Like, I, it's hard to like. Yeah, exactly. To say she's terrible because I thought she was so good in that role. Um, same with even like. But yet you, you hate know, her you though, know, right? Not a great actress, by the way. Doctor Melfi is not a great actress. 
I, I don't think no. Lorraine Bracco is that good of an actress. Every time I watch, I him, agree. I'm like, eh. yeah, yeah, exactly. And the, and the guy, like, every right. time he came on screen, I just one other one other point. The dude, every time I I saw him on screen, where I'm like, he's about to get his ass kicked, was uh, Artie Bucco, the chef at the yeah. restaurant. Yeah, like someone's about to fucking <laughs> put one in him. I can't believe he survived. Like someone's gonna yeah, take him out. I know. But, uh, I, I don't know. I thought yeah, I thought Vinny Del Pino was gonna it. take him out. Vinny, that's exactly right. I was just gonna say, how did Vinny after that shit? By the way. He's Vinny on Doogie Hauser, and he's Vinny in this. I mean, let come on, let's let's just let's stretch a little, a little bit. Well, His real name is like Max. That might be tongue in cheek. You know what I mean? I could just. I understand that, but I'm like, it's tongue in cheek the same way. It's like, hey, there's the head coach of the Jets, Eric Mangini. Hey, Nancy Sinatra is here singing. You know, all of a sudden, everybody's on the show. The thing the show did so well, and I think you and I may have even talked about this a little bit. All those dream sequences are so goddamn good. Yeah, I love the, them. The dreams and the oh my god, they were good because they're so fucking bizarre. The, dr- the way that dreams are, I was like, this is perfect. It's so good. I love them. So, I love I'm every right, exactly. dream episode. Yeah, I love those exactly. episodes. Or, or when he was so dream, or I should say, when he's in his like coma and having those like crazy. Whatever it is, it, as Kevin Finnegan or Kevin, whatever, all that shit was great. Kevin Finnerty. So Finnerty. It was awesome. Wonderful. Yeah, like even yeah. his accent was gone. Like he was just like he was a whole different character, even though he was the same guy wearing basically the same kind of clothes and shit. But he, he was just like a completely when, different person. I, I love that. And I, the other dream I, episode is the one where um, he's sick. And he blames Artie Bucco for food poisoning him. Yeah. Like, right before, I think they're going to kill Big Pussy. <laughs> and, like, the fish, the boardwalk. I love that yes. episode. Yep. That's exactly right. You know, That's dynamite, just... too. But wait, real quick. Going back to the uh, the Finnerty stuff that you mentioned, that was my favorite part was that he he's – Gandolfini's acting. He doesn't have the accent anymore. That, that You know, Christopher. Like, he doesn't – he's just like, hey, he slapped me. He slapped me. That man yeah. slapped me. And I'm like, this is dynamite. The idea of getting yeah, like so upset because another man assaulted him and he like wants to call the police. It's oh god, it's so goddamn good. <laughs> I, uh, I don't care. He, he don't was get so awesome in that like whole that. that whole run. Yep. He was great. The thing notice how like you know, he, he he breathes through his nose very loudly. Like throughout <laughs> yeah. the whole series. He does. It's like he's yeah. very upset. I'm like, ugh. I could have done without all of that, but oh well. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Plus, then there's the shit with Vito and Johnny Cakes and all. I'm like, I, I, it's, it, they really, see, the thing that the show did so well, I thought, too, and Mike, I think maybe you'll appreciate this as a writer, is that I didn't think the show ever felt to need to get really into exposition. It would just move from episode to episode, season to season, where all of these things have now just happened. But it wasn't like, well, we have to sort of like wink, wink, fill in the, fill in the, the viewers so they understand where we are. They just picked up and went. And you just, you're just left to put the pieces together. But like if you have half a brain, it's very easy to do. And I love that about it. it you know, it, it, it was very smart. 
love how they did it. Yeah, uh, I haven't been watching any TV lately, really, but uh, I'm still watching Jesus movies. Jesus Christ, Larry. really? Still, still watching documentaries. I watched like six more documentaries this week. Oh, what are you watching? Oh I love God. documentaries. I watched uh, first yeah, up. I watched, Mind, I watched Minding the Gap. Minding the Gap. I've not seen it, but I, is that the skateboarding one or something? Yeah, it, it starts out about three uh, skateboarding friends as uh, they're uh, teenagers, and uh, it's right. like how they're getting into adulthood. But uh, it's really right, about right. Uh, how domestic violence shapes people's lives. It's pretty oh, good. Oh, no. Okay, I'll have to yeah, watch really, it. Okay. It's really good. Like, I think you both would enjoy it. I'll uh, definitely give it a lot. Again, I love sure. documentaries. So. Go ahead. What else you got? Uh, cocaine Cowboys. Cocaine Cowboys. I've seen that, and that's, that's very good. <laughs> yeah, it's very uh, interesting. About the uh, cocaine uh, trafficking in uh, Miami and yep. down there in Florida, the cartels, and, uh, the late seventies, murder and everything. Oof. Yep. Lot, yep. lot of murder. Lot of murder in that. Uh, obit, obit about the uh, New York Times obituary department. The the people that write the obituaries. Oh. It's, Where uh, is that I didn't even, available? Uh, it's on. That uh, I think exciting. And it might be on Amazon <laughs> streaming. But, uh, yeah, I didn't Ooh. finish it. I lasted about a half hour maybe, and I was like, yeah, I've seen it. It's not enough. I don't know. It wasn't that interesting. Not so know. good? Or... Okay. I don't know. I just didn't really like it. And, like, a lot of pretentious bullshit from people working at New York yeah. Times. I don't know. Okay. Um, Cropsy. Cropsy. Oh, oh yeah. Cropsy is just okay. I wanted to like Cropsy more than I did. I, I hear you. Um, again, it's I like wanted a... it to be scarier and be like, yeah, I was like, eh. It's an interesting story, but yeah, no real resolution or anything. Just you know. Yeah. You know, uh, you know what the you bullshit don't... thing is about that movie too is uh, mm-hmm. like, uh, whenever you hover, you know, when you're you're scrolling through, I, I don't know. It, sometimes it's on Netflix, sometimes it's on Prime, but like whenever you see the uh, the movie poster and shit, there's always like those four star things with like the the laurels and the wreath around it and shit. Yeah. And you think like, oh, this is going to be great, and then like you guys said, like you watch it and it's kind of like this is fucking kind of boring. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I mean, if, for those who don't know, it's about Staten Island, uh, a child killer. Yep. They, they think, and they don't know if this is the guy that did it, but he's convicted and in prison and everything. But there's still some doubt whether he acted alone. And some people think he might have been tied into like a satanic cult, murdering kids, handicapped right, kids. Right. And uh, the, the thing that got me was they, the guy and the lady who, the directors of this documentary, they go to the, one of these old churches that are supposedly tied in with the Satanist crowd, and they go, but we didn't find any Satanists. No shit, it was 40 years ago. And you expect to find Satanists there? What the hell? Yeah. And then he was like, no, you guys we just didn't find any them by Satanists. 40 years. Yeah. Like, really? You, just you expected they were to be in the middle of a ceremony them. when you showed up? It's like, what? <laughs> what are you? Oh, nothing. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck? That's a great point. All right. Um, oh, that's funny. Uh, bigger, faster, stronger. About the, I, uh, I do not I, think I've watched that. Larry? I didn't watch it. I, it's about, like, steroids and shit. Yeah, it's like these three brothers, and uh, it's the younger brother making the documentary, and he's telling uh, about each of his – they were all into, like, lifting, and they all love professional wrestling. And uh, his one brother actually went and became a WWE wrestler, Larry. Like, he was in the on the TV show and everything. Mike Bell was his name. And uh, he, like, jobbed at, Jobbed out to the Undertaker and a bunch of other people, but so they just he, talk about Mike their Bell. experiences. 
with steroids and stuff. And uh, yeah. Oh. By any chance, Mike Dell, you don't have that like pulled up right now, or is that just from memory? Uh, it's just from memory. Why? Okay, for some weird reason, I I'm thinking. The guy who made that is a dude from here in Central PA, but uh, I'm just trying to could be wrong um, about that. But I'm I don't think that, I, I want to say they're from the New York area, but I'm not sure though. Okay, maybe remember. I'm wrong. I knew a guy here in Central PA who I could have sworn was making a documentary about that very thing, but maybe maybe I'm just misremembering. I thought that was the case. I, but I, anyway. Maybe I'm okay. They just sound like New York kind of kids, but I don't know. Maybe I got it right. Right, right, right. Huh? I can't remember. But, um, so did you since since the Oscars, by the way, just happened? Did you guys have a favorite movie you watched in 2018? Was there a? I, I didn't watch fucking anything in 2018. <laughs> you just said Canadian. you just watched all these documentaries. Oh yeah, but I mean, in terms of like new releases and everything, no, I didn't. No, I'm just saying. Like, what was your? Um, I mean, because I'll tell you what, my my favorite movie I watched in 2018. Well, it's one of two things I think. It was either um, Mandy with Nick Cage, which was. Goddamn amazing! I don't know <laughs> a Nick Cage movie. Oh man! Yeah. Oh god! Did you see it, uh, Larry? I haven't seen it yet. I'm like, I'm so on the fence with Nick Cage as it oh, is, and I hear he's just like so Nick Cage. You have movie. got I don't know if to I watch it. it. I'll tell you both. It is very. It's artsy. It is creepy. It's fu- listen. Chainsaw fight. That's all I'm saying. You've <laughs> got to watch this. That's it what I mean. Is it kind of like Evil incredible. Dead absurdity? No, thing, like, it. No, I mean it's 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 cre- no because that's more. Look, just I'm telling you, watch it. It's fucking insane. It's insane. I love it. it. Well, the it other movie, ninety-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Ninety-one. It's great. It's so good. Hey, Mike. It's so good. Uh, duck. Doug Benson on Doug Loves Movies used to do this bit like a few months back about this movie, Mandy. And apparently one of the actual lines of the movie is, knock, knock, who's there? Eric Estrada, Eric Estrada who? Eric Estrada from Chips. Pretty awesome. I, I don't even remember that. If that's true, I don't remember. No, I, don't know. Doug, I have no idea. Yeah, Doug, he, he's done that on the show at least five or six times. I think it's well, I've stopped funny. listening to that crap, so I have no idea. Um, uh, what was the other movie? There was another movie I was going to tell you, though, that you need to go watch from last year. Oh, that I just watched recently that I thought was like, holy hell, was uh, First Reformed? Did you watch that with Ethan Hawke? What's it called? Never heard of it. First Reformed, where where Never Ethan Hawke plays like a pastor in this like small church, and he's an alcoholic, but he's he's dying. He's got cancer. Oh man, is it good? I know that's it's it's super depressing, but it's like yeah, it doesn't sound like anything. I don't he, he's he's yeah, dynamite. The fact that he didn't win an Oscar is ridiculous. Oh, it's so good. Uh, hey, I, I, one more documentary I watched last night: City of Gold. About the the L.A. food critic Jonathan Gold. Oh, I don't know that one. That sounds terrible. It's actually not wow, bad. Dude. It's just uh, him going around and talking about the different places. Uh, you know, his life and his career is a because he's the first food critic to win the Pulitzer Prize. So I guess he's really famous. For, oh, and, uh, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah, it is kind of fascinating. I, well, well, I think we talked about one of us talked about maybe Larry did was uh, Three Identical Strangers. That's a good one. I, that popped Check up out. on Hulu last night for me to recommend it. And maybe I'll give that a whirl. Oh, if you haven't watched it, oh, that's on Hulu? That. Yeah, it's on the Hulu. It's mm. great. 
it's 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 such yeah, it an is interesting awesome. turn. Yeah, the turn you're like, oh my god, what the hell? Yeah, it's it's really good. It's really good. Yeah, it's not I, as I don't yeah, as Brandon about said, it. like it's not as on the level as the description. It keeps it keeps That's getting exactly deeper right. and deeper as the movie goes on. There's another uh, another one I just found last night called uh, the Russian Woodpecker. Apparently, it's like a, a guy is investigating. He he thinks that uh, Chernobyl was uh, a manufactured event. It wasn't an accident. And oh so Jesus wanna... Christ! That's just a Mike Bell story. Yeah, that's right in my wheelhouse. So I'll have to give that away. Exactly. That sounds like a good movie. Ugh. Yeah, mm. that's good. Um, but uh, all right, so that's all I've been watching. Uh, now is it music time? Time for the music? No, no, boy, no, one no, more, no, boy, no, no. Two, two more things. Wait, wait, wait. No, I'm, I'm, I'm even things. delaying it myself. Two more things. Number one, um, we got to talk about this book. But number two, yeah. also a show I started watching that I'm enjoying on Netflix is that uh, Umbrella Academy. It's oh, really you're good. liking that? See, I, uh, I've heard some mixed things on it. And uh, I guess the the kid that did that is like from Chemical Rom- My Chemical Romance or something. So I'm like, well, it's got a soft. Oh, thing. no. Well, I don't like yeah. that. But. I didn't know that. I'm only two episodes in. Yeah, I know Larry's now like jerking off. He's like, "Well, can we on the show?" Um, no, but the first like uh, the first episode is fantastic. I don't know any songs they have. You shouldn't know any either. What are you talking about? They have a but, song uh, called oh, "Welcome oh, to the man. Black Parade." I like it. It's a good song. Oh, oh my god! god. And the queen is And this is the guy good. who's criticizing my music. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, whoa, 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 Umbrella Academy, that's like about young superheroes. Is that what that's about or something? Or... Oh, yeah, okay. it's about this family. It's the, 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 see, that's why the first episode is so good. I, I didn't really understand what it was about. And immediately it's like watching like a Wes Anderson film. Um, and <laughs> it sets off like with this, like, how do they, like, who are these people? I, can, can I spoil it for you a little bit? Do you mind? Spoil the whole thing. I don't want to. Well, I want you to watch it, but it turns <laughs> no, out I'm not watch it. on uh, on this on this one day, and I, I can't think of the date, but on this one day, forty three women were su- across the world were suddenly impregnated. Just, You're welcome. Just, you know, like this, uh, uh, you know, immaculate uh, conception, and this uh, that's very good. And this man, who's this this rec- uh, reckless billionaire, tries to go and buy up all these babies that they suddenly have, and he and he walks away with seven. And so that's oh, these kids good. that he's raising who become the umbrella. Yeah, I'm t- it's it's like X Men directed by Wes Anderson, it's, and the, the soundtrack okay. is so, great. Oh, it's so good. Is it quirky and fun, or is yes. it real serious? Yes, it, it's quirky oh, and fun. Quirky the and first fun. episode, there's a dance montage to fucking Tiffany's. I think we're alone now, and it's dynamite. It's so good. Now, and I fucking is this hate geared Tiffany. for? Teens or adults or so, children? Right. I'm still trying to figure that out. It's based on a comic book. I think it might have been Dark, Ho- Dark Horse. I can't remember who did the comic, but it's based on a comic. And I'm still trying to figure out if it's uh, if it's really like young adult or not. But I'll say this: it's it's hella violent, and it's uh, yeah. I mean, it's got some dark shit to it. So in my mind, I don't know. I don't think it's teen. I, I think it's an adult show. I think a teen uh, could watch it, but. Now, Brandon, did, at did, least watch the first episode. I promise you, it's very cool. So, didn't you also swoon over uh, Russian Doll? Didn't you also like that? I loved Russian Doll. I thought it was great. 
I I turned it on for like a couple minutes on episode one there, and I I turned I just wasn't in the mood to watch it, I guess. But I don't know. It just seemed like it was. You get that feeling like when you're watching something like when people are putting on a play, and you know everyone's an actor and they're in a play. It just seemed like yeah. that's what that was. I know what you mean. I, no, 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 I got you. But I, I maybe exactly like what you just said. Maybe I was just in the right mindset and I was ready to watch, and I put it on and. I I just thought, what's her name? Uh, Natasha Leone. Just she was great. And, uh, yeah. The soundtrack was good, and it was just it was a fun. I love anything too with like time travel and alternate realities. Like I love that stuff. So for me, it was right up my alley. It was perfect. Hey, speak, speaking good. of which, I've been trying to find somebody uh, on the show who's watched. Uh, Brandon, do you ever watch Marvel's Agents of Shield? No, I've not seen a single episode. Well, here's what you want to do. You want to watch like the last. 10 or 12 episodes of season four and season five, because that's all time travel and alternate reality stuff. And it's really good. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. See, I love that though. It's the best. All right. Which is, um, I think why too, because I've not watched the latest season. Uh, I hear it's very good. The, the latest season of true detective, but that's, you know, yeah. that's to me, one of the things I loved about season one until it turned into a shit show with that bullshit yeah. ending. But, yep. uh, but that, that, uh, you know, I love all that, that stuff. It's great. Yeah. Such a mind fuck. So. Um, all right. Well, I was going to save the book up for last, but all right, let's get to the book since Larry doesn't want to talk. You, uh, it's up to you. Well, well Mike Dell, you know what? This is this is your show. <laughs> well, let, we'll let's do it every Uh Brandon's right. got a book out. One Nine Books dot com. You can go. Uh, who would you be? Who would you be? A collection of poetry. That's right. And uh, I, I I teased it a couple of weeks back when we were talking to our buddy Kevin Jank about it. But I, I said uh, the first poem where it gets the title from. Because it's it's a poem about you and your brother having a conversation, and you're asking like, who would you be? What superhero would you be? Right. Sure. Yeah. Would you do you want to reveal the answer? Who you would be? Well, the answer was yeah. It was uh, my my brother says he'd be Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah. Not not me though. Not me. I I I tell him I'd be I'd be Lotus White. Turn back and uh, look at the city and turn turn well. Yeah, we like to pronounce a lot, but yeah. yeah. Is it? Turns I always thought it was That's uh, right. It turns we... into a pillar of salt. That's exactly right. Yeah. But uh, that's right. And and the reason I wanted to talk about the book, you know, I don't need to sit here with you and go through a poem by poem. I wanted to talk about it because I wanted to thank Mike Dell for all of his yeah. help and getting getting that done. Well, I really and putting didn't it out much. on I the mean... one nine books. Oh, please, whatever. Bottom line is, I you listen. You motivated me to get that goddamn book finished and offer to put it out on the one nine book. So believe me, it's, it's, you know, it's something three short years later, you did it. (laughs) No, it's been, you have to understand. I've been, these are poems I've been working on for 20 years. They're 20 years in the making, some of these poems. So it's, it's something where I'm like, (laughs) excuse me, I needed it to be done so I could get it the fuck away from me. If that makes sense. I well, just here's needed all to have You had 20 years worth of poems. You could have maybe put a book out pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, no one would have It, it was quite the out. journey. Now, granted, I wasn't submitting it, but, you know. I guess what I'm saying is Mike Dell motivated me to get off yeah. my ass and finally curate those into something that felt like a book. I mean, because, yeah. you know, there's there's – as Mike Dell will tell you, there's a lot of choices. You make a lot of uh, choices. Where do I put, you know, granted, I know you're not writing poems, but 
where do where does this poem go? Does this poem even belong in this collection? Does this should this be at the end? Is this one good enough? Is this not you know? There's a lot of choices you make, and it went through yeah, like, like several 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 iterations. So when I'm working with sure. people who do fiction books, that's you know that's what I do. I can really help them, and I, I edit them very hands on. But with poetry. I, you know, what the fuck do I know? I can't do anything. So it's pretty much all you. I didn't do anything. I just formatted the book and, well, you know. Yeah, but you helped me get it done. You helped me with the yeah. uh, with the Amazon setup. You and helped me, you know. I mean, bottom who's line, your, you uh, get it. Who, who's your buddy who did the cover? Because that's a really nice cover. Oh, yeah. So that that's my buddy Marcus Laporte, who um, I went to college with in Santa Fe. And, in fact, I lived with him for a year, uh, he and two other guys. Um, right, so he did the cover art, the back art. He is so. I don't, I still don't know exactly what they do. I, and I feel bad saying this, but he's with something like if you go on like Twitter, for instance, or Facebook, whatever. It's something like Rooster Teeth Productions, and okay. I don't know if they're like a network or if they are um, what exactly. But they they do all kinds of. Pro- he so this guy Marcus, I should say by the way, he did the cover art, but this guy. Um, not long out of college was uh, doing like prop design for people like uh, Robert Rodriguez. Like, I mean, like working with like major directors, like, like he was creating props, creating, like he's just an amazingly talented guy. Like he's all over the place, but like can do everything. Yeah. He did a really good job on that cover. Yeah. Yeah, I was very pleased. And in fact, he did that. He back when we were in college together, he had done a painting, um, and and it's sort of part of the reason why I reached out to him to do this was he had done this painting where it was sort of like a family, um, but all the faces were uh, sort of cut out, like the faces weren't there, but the whole the painting itself had was like backlit, so there was light emanating from behind the painting through the faces of all the people. And that always sort of stuck with me. Um, and then he did another painting, I remember, where he actually um, took one of my poems and, like, wrote it into the whole painting. And so, I don't know, we've always had sort of a connection where I'm like, you know what? He'd be a good guy to to reach out to. And sure enough, he knocked it out. Now, granted, now, you know, I don't, I don't want to tell tales out of school, by the way, but, like, this guy was snorting Ritalin. I mean, out of, <laughs> he was... He, 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 he was a nutball, but he was a wonderful <laughs> nutball. I mean, I I lived with him and two other guys, and they were just the worst. I mean, you guys, I, boy, I love these guys, but, like, I'd wake up and come out, and, you know, it got to the point where, like, rather than doing their, their dishes and cleaning their pants, they'd throw them in the garbage. What are you doing? <laughs> what, are you, what the hell are you doing? They just you know, bought new dishes day every day. I came out, <laughs> well, I came out one day into the common common area of our house and there's dirty plates everywhere. And this, I, I took everything, every dirty plate, every dirty, I just put it in Marcus's room. Put every, <laughs> and this is the same guy that designed my book. Huh. Oh, wow. Good times. So, uh, right. Larry, you purchased a copy of Brandon's book. What poem really spoke <sighs> to you? Um, there's so many, but I would probably say watching you sleep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh my God. You're actually, now that's deeper into the book. So you've actually read it. Yeah. Or he just rifled through the pages and pointed. Oh, that could be it too. Um, what? But, uh, (laughs) good job. Now, 
so Brandon, now that you're a published author, has your life changed? Are you like the, the paparazzi, the groupies? Is it, are they all over you now? Well, let me first say, um, Larry, I enjoyed your book. And then B, uh, <laughs> thank you. Um, no, not really. I mean, yeah. I, it's you know, it's been nice. Like I said, the bottom line is this: it's been very um, surprising and nice. The number of people that have like texted me or, or messaged me, Facebook, whatever, that said, "Oh, I got a copy of your book." Like, because you know, that's it's it's a, a weird yeah. thing. And a sweet thing to think that, like, you did something that other people actually went out of their way to buy, where I'm like, you know, I don't know, who, does anybody give a fuck? And it's like, oh, it's very nice. They do. That's that's sweet. Yeah, it, um, it's a good book. You should be proud of that. It's a good book. Well, thank you. I, no, I appreciate well, it. I, I mean, it's, 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 I think the bottom line is not, to me, it's not like, oh, I'm going to put this book out so I can make all this money. I, I just want people to read it. I mean, that's all I care about. And that the fact that people would buy it and read it is amazing to me. Um, Let me ask so, yeah, you no, that, that part of it feels great. feels great. Since and the book actually, no, came and out. One, wait, wait, one other thing. One other, sorry, Larry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but one other thing that's really nice is the uh, are the former, you know, teachers, poets of, you know, of mine yeah. who actually, like, provided blurbs for the – that, to me, was over – like, I, I couldn't believe – that they would agree to do that. I thought that was unbelievable. Like Bruce Weigel, he's a fucking, you know, runner up for the Pulitzer for poetry. I mean, these are, they're not Joe Schmoes. These are real like accomplished poets. (laughs) I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. So that, that to me was uh, pretty amazing. Larry. uh, Yeah. Let me ask you this. Since the book came out, since it's been released yes. and like there's a hard yes. copy out there, how many times yes. have you read it yourself? Uh, <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, because no. by the time you get the book out, you're just sick of it. You don't want to even look at it. Yeah, you know? that's exactly right. I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the poems. I'm tired. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I am intending to go do a local reading. Nice. Um, well, yeah, this is big I, news. I this is huge to... news. Because uh, well, one of my favorite stories of the all of our history of on the, the twelve years of the show, Larry, remember when uh, Brandon was going to do a poetry reading and he just left? <laughs> yeah, but they fucked him. I can't remember what the circumstances was, but he was right to leave that night. <laughs> but this Maybe is I awesome. Can't believe, Mike Dell, that you remember, and B, oh, Larry, that's... I can't remember. Or I can't believe your response because I think you're both right. Um, well, I I think the yeah. thing was like, weren't they like it was some I forget the circumstance, but it wasn't like they were completely wrong. There was like a gray area whether they were wrong, but you jumped sure. on it and left. <laughs> sure, because no, they, he was right. I remember because they, they dicked him on the there time or do... something. Yeah, yeah, I think they were like a little late or something, and you're just like, well, that's I'm out of exactly here. Exactly yeah. right. You got you, man. I cannot believe you guys remember. But, this. but I think but you were just exactly looking for an right. out. And when that popped up, you're like, "Oh, I'm out of here." <laughs> I, I had a couple of drinks in me, and then, and then they were like a good, like I'm there waiting. There's nobody there. I'm supposed to be there at seven for this reading. I waited till like twenty after seven. No one's there. I'm like, "Fuck this! This is unprofessional yeah. bullshit." And then they're like, "What That's happened right. to you?" And I'm like, "What happened to me? Who the fuck were you?" Like, yeah, yeah. So I was very upset. So, like, I was like, if yeah. this is how you treat your readers, fuck you. Yeah, I was, I was very upset. 
So where, where's this? As a prima donna be? before I even had a book out. You know? I know. That's what I mean. So, <laughs> well, you don't do that to me. Where, where's this new reading going to be? I don't know. It's probably with those same people. Who knows? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. They they gave me the hi hat though. You understand? I'm like, no, thank you. I mean, I'm not gonna like, you know, be treated that way. Like you tell, like I've never read with you before. I don't know who I'm supposed to be meeting, and no one's here. What the fuck? Well, but seriously, <laughs> when's the when is the scheduled reading? Like, are you, is it booked oh, yet? Or well, you... so well, did I, well, okay. So I've 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 two mini stories about not mini stories, but mini responses. The first is. It's not a scheduled reading at this point. That w- there's a, apparently a weekly open mic that I'm just going to show up and just go do some oh, reading. Okay. So that's that's what I'm responding to. But I don't know if I told you this. I I so me and a colleague at the community college where I teach, we were actually back in. Did we talk about? I don't know if we ever discussed this. It was maybe back in like September or so. Um, had a scheduled reading at a college about a half an hour away and we, so it was the two of us where it was going to be like, Oh, a night of poetry with, you know, Brandon Damashek and, (laughs) you know, X, whatever. Um, (laughs) And we went and and I was, you know, I had been years since I read publicly, but I was very excited. I had some poems pulled together. I was going to go do this, you know, I was looking sharp, went and, you know, showed up. Um, so as far as the people who showed up at this at this college library, it was the other poet's wife and daughter and my brother. <laughs> and that was it. That's who came. So what did you guys do? Point, did you just sit around and like point, read poems or what'd you do? <laughs> oh, we did it. We we're like, fuck it, we're here, let's read them. And at one point, two old women walked inside and about two minutes later they left during the reading. That's the best. Next door, in the room yeah. next door, all these people kept walking in and saying, oh, is this the dance recital? <laughs> no. That's next door. Oh, good. So, yeah, so that you was should have just started dancing. Of poetry. Yeah, that was our successful evening of poetry. It was very, it was, it was awful. It was awful. Wow, but it, it got your feet so, wet. Now you'll be ready this next time. But I was going to say, if you have, like, a, a scheduled date, uh, Larry and I, we should really show up, Larry. We could meet Brandon in person for the first time in our lives, support his poetry reading. Come well, on. I'll tell you what. If I, I'll tell you what. If I schedule a real reading where I'm, like, given, you know, like a 30-minute yeah. to whatever amount of time slot to read, I will yeah. absolutely let you guys know, and we'll make this happen. No, I know Larry will. What do you say, Larry? Hello, <laughs> Larry. Larry, what if what if I scheduled it for your town? <laughs> I doubt it. We'll schedule it in your oh, yard. You son of a bitch! Are you? <laughs> we'll be in Larry's backyard by that tree. Seriously. I, I, I mean, I'm like, like if you guys are in the backyard, I might look still out the window. <laughs> oh, what a what a what a what a bum! <laughs> Larry just comes to the window yeah, and shuts the you. blinds. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it down. Quiet. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I think it's music time. No, 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 Come on. No, I got something else I want to talk to Brandon about. All right. It's getting late. Let's come on. Hold on. We've talked. No, you'll be interested to talk about this. 
I, I started watching The Twilight Zone on Netflix. Oh, God great. damn, do I fucking love it. Larry okay, loves Okay, we, 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 should, we should talk about this. Um, <laughs> so, so, no, I, and I, it's fine. If we have to compromise the amount of time on my music, that's fine. Because, <laughs> you know, that shit is sale. So, because Larry, and, and that's the thing. Larry knows my weakness because he knows. Yeah, this is all a ploy. This is oh, all like I, a, I a long con. I'm no dummy. Larry, I, I know what's happening. It's fine. Larry started doing marathon runs of the Twilight Zone just so he has an excuse to talk to Brandon about something instead of the music <laughs> the next time Brandon was on. I mean, I'm well, watching the well, Twilight Zone right now while we're doing the show. What are you watching? Which episode? Uh, it's the episode where the ladies at the bus station and the guy Mirror tells image. her, like, you've been here. Yeah, uh, yeah Mirror Image. Cool. Yeah, yeah. That's the yep. episode I'm watching. It's a great right one. It's great. And she yeah. keeps getting up, and every time she's like, you've just been here, and, and she turns around, and there she is sitting on the bench, and her bag is uh, it's, it's dynamite. So, wait, have you actually gone through the entire series? Um, kind of like they've all played, but I've been like on the iPad and shit, you know, doing other things. Right. So I I can't say I've, you know, paid attention to every episode, but I've been through every episode, I believe. I understand. So here here's a couple things. So number one, Netflix does not have season four, which I you know season four is not as what good the fuck long episodes because they're hour long episodes, and for some reason. They're much harder to come by. Like it's it's very strange. It drives me crazy. But I, to be fair, season four also is not as good. I don't think the hour long episode works as well. Um, but okay. it does drive me nuts. I'm like, why the fuck? Like, I, you know, I'm a completist. I'm like, I want to watch them all. I can't stand that. Um, yeah. So that that's a problem. The other thing, though, is, to, like, you know, let's be fair. If you're going to do five seasons of a show that's, like, every time, oh, there's a big big twist, they're not all great. I mean, that's it's fine. What, what's great, even the bad episodes, it's fun to watch just because they've all got that, like, same sort of, like, cheesy aesthetic to them. And it's, they're, they're just great. They're so good. I love that. They're so good. I know. What's your, what's your favorite episode from what you've been watching? Ah. Uh... You know, I really love the Burgess Meredith, uh, the bookworm episode. I, I love time that episode a, a lot. Yep. Yeah, time that, 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 is all I need, and time is all I want. Time is nothing <laughs> less. And oh, it's so I good. Really, oh, you know what? You know what's another great episode? I don't know the name of this, uh, but there's one where like the Nazi prison guard goes back to the camp he ruled over. Oh. The ghost of the prisoners kill him. Death's head revisited, and it is, it is. I mean, I'll tell you what. Especially in uh, Trump's America, it's a very important. uh, (laughs) No, I'm I'm dead serious. I'm not even kidding. It's it's, it's an important episode to watch. It is so. (laughs) Rod Serling is a writer, and then like he's got people like Tim Matheson and all these and and, um, all these all these great people working with them. That show is so goddamn ahead of its time. It's amazing. Uh, Buck, Buck okay, here's a couple clunkers, though. Um, there's the one that's like a silent movie. Well, okay. So the, the thing with that one, it, it depends. <laughs> if you know who – because that one stars Buster Keaton, who is a famous silent movie yeah. star. 
So right. I think it's sort of tongue in cheek. You got to watch that. Remember, you know what I mean? If you're like, oh, okay, well they're taking this famous silent movie guy and doing that. So it's sort of it's sort of clever. I think actually, it's not my favorite one. I mean, I hear you, but it's, it's just you know, like it's clever. That tinny piano music sound. I fucking yeah, right, hate that. Right, I just right. The, the place cards. I hate all that shit. And then the, no, I there's an you. episode where um, there's like a there there's a movie actor. They're filming a western. And the guy's an asshole, and then, like, I think he, like, he, he duels with Jesse James or something, and then Jesse James becomes, like, his his agent. That episode. Yeah, I'm trying to think that of the name of the fucking episode. dumb. It's not the best. It's, ah, uh, shit. What is that one called? Um, it's, ah, uh, fuck. That's going to drive me nuts. But, yeah, the guy, right, he keeps, like, uh, he keeps calling for a stuntman to come in to like anytime he's supposed yeah. to be hit. And right, and Jesse James comes back. He's like, you know, you're making all of us look bad. Like, what are you doing? He's like, you're single handedly taking out all these like toughs. He's like, this is bullshit. So unless you stop that, you know, we're gonna, I'm, I'm gonna fuck you up. But yeah, that that one, yeah. it's it's not terrible in its inception, but it's it's. Um, yeah, it's it's not the best. Executed like I said, poorly. there's clearly, yeah, there, there's clearly some stinkers. I mean, that's with that many, that's going to happen. Um, Another episode I, I, I really you, like is. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say another one of my favorites, by the way, because you mentioned Burgess Meredith is uh, the obsolete man, and that's that's the one where it's in the future and uh, you know books and everything have been outlawed and God has been outlawed. With yeah. The He's a librarian. Oh, that that episode is dynamite. That is so goddamn. Yeah, good. I immediately thought of, I immediately thought of Dave. It's like, oh, he's like he's he's a librarian in one episode and a bookworm in another episode. He's really into books on the Twilight Zone, but it doesn't really count on TV shows, I guess. <laughs> um, the, another episode I like is, um, I think it has Claude Aikens in it, and they're like. Shipwrecked onto the god of this world. Oh, uh, see, I, I see. To me, that's. I think that's one of the lesser episodes. I know what you're talking about. It's um. Dang, I can't think of the name of the one, but again, it's. I think it's a season five episode, right? And his, he and the other, um, shipmate essentially get into an argument about like, like, you, like, why do you think you have power over these people? And it, yeah, it's it's it's. Depressing and it's not that great. I, I I never liked that one very much. I don't know, but I think but you know right. what's great is, is like the like, end of that episode's good because then it turns out like Claude Aikens and the Buddy are just right. a little miniature world right. of like another set of people. And somebody and, else. You know, the dude That's gets exactly killed and shit. Right. Yeah. I, what I just, do you think? It's I'm just for think... me like that epitomizes like that classic fifty sixty sci fi kind of television. Right. You know, like. I would imagine watching that, like, back then, it would have probably have been pretty cool, but, like, watching it now, it's got, like, that kitschy feel to it. I don't know. I think that's why I like well, it. That's, it's see, not the greatest episode. I just I, I just like the No, 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 but I, th- I think you just sort of epitomized the series as a whole, which is, like, why it's so – it's still so much fun to watch now. It's like you realize they're working on a budget in terms of uh, – 
you know, uh, the effects and everything. Like they're, they're, they're piss poor at times, but, but man, are they, they're dealing with like very real things, you know, paranoia, whether it's like about the war or the bomb or like, it just feels like they're touching on subjects that are again, not only very much of its time, but ahead of its time. And they do it so oh, yeah. well with it's, it's, you know, it's all this melodrama at times and like, very affected sort of acting, but like, God damn, does it work? You know, like, cause that's exactly right. I can only imagine having watched it. Cause I think it was 1959 to 1964. I can only imagine having watched it during those years and being like, Holy shit. What is this? Yeah. Cause when I am watching so, the show, yeah. I do try to imagine myself being in that era. Like what would I applaud if like I was 14 watching this on like this new invention practically called a TV and I'm seeing this kind of shit. Like I bet this was like fucking like just beyond fascinating for for that. Oh era. my god. It it had to be terrifying is the other thing. Like yeah. you watch an episode like I'm sure you watch like The Invaders, which is the one where like uh that woman's living in that like remote farmhouse and there's no talking the entire episode and there's those little robots that are, like, chasing around the Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yep, yep. So imagine watching that in, like, 1961, let's say, and being like, holy shit, and at the end realizing, like, these robots are, like, spacemen from Earth. Like, like oh, my God, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's insane. It's so good. It's such a goddamn I don't great show. Keep... And it... I don't want to keep harping no, on really? it because I'm really honestly not trying to prolong it, but, you know, nobody that I know really watches this, and, like, I just watched it, so it's all, like, new to me. But the, another no, episode I, I like is the one with um, – there's two women living in an apartment building, and the sun is practically, like, burning up the <laughs> earth, and they only have a few the days midnight left to live. Sun. Yeah, it's called The Midnight That's Sun, a great and I'll episode. tell you what, the reason it's terrifying – Considering the ending, the reason though I never liked that episode is because I can't stand the old lady. She drives me crazy. Uh, the woman that plays the old lady just drives me nuts. Now, conversely, an episode I'll tell you what—that's a very sort of quote unquote simple episode that I've always been one of my favorites—is a game of pool with Jack Klugman and Jonathan Winters. That one's pretty. Oh, oh, is that Jonathan Winters? Holy fuck! I yeah, didn't realize that. Sure is. Holy and apparently, huh. so uh, apparently the ending of, okay, so do you remember the episode? You know the episode I'm talking about. I know the episode, yeah, yeah. Okay, so so Mike Dell, he, he, he has to play this about? guy because he, some... he, he it's kind of right. like the hustler a little bit. Sort of, yeah. So, 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 so Jack Klugman thinks he's like the best, the best, uh, the best pool player on Randolph Street, right? And... The problem is, no matter how good he is, he's always going to be compared to this this pool legend, Fats Brown, who also used to shoot in the same pool hall. And it drives him nuts. Fats Brown's dead. It's like he'll never get the chance to prove himself. He's just this amazing player, and it's always like living in the shadow of Fats Brown. And, you know, he's a nobody otherwise. So what what happens? Fats Brown is, is summoned from the heavens, and he comes down. He has to play him in a game of pool. And Fats Brown says, I'll play you life or death, you know. You you win you live, you know you you lose you die. So here's here's the interesting thing about this episode. So Klugman ends up he beats Fats Brown, and Jonathan Winters 
says to him, you know, I'm glad you won. He's like, what do you mean? Like, you, this is horseshit. He's like, no, you, you, you'll see. So what happens is, uh, you know, we can assume it's many years down the road. Klugman now is up in heaven. And anytime somebody wants to summon him, he has to go down and go play him to prove, okay, you know, I'm the best, blah, blah, blah. Now, Larry, the interesting thing, the original script for that, Klugman loses. So the point is, he he actually loses, and that's the way they wanted it to go. But I, I think it was Serling who uh, who voted otherwise. He said, no, I, I don't want it to go that way. But he wanted it to go the other way where, like, he's like, okay, I lost, so so kill me. He's like, no, I'm not going to kill you now. You have to just spend the rest of your life knowing you're not that great. Yeah, that would be a good ending, I suppose, for that episode. Yeah, I, right. So I think I think both endings work pretty well. That's, but that's what I'm saying. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a great episode. It's so good. Oh, man. Klugman's good. In, he's in like three or four episodes, I think, that I remember. He's in four. He's the one with the saxophone. A, that's right. That's, or the uh, trombone. He's in, or whatever he's in, in Praise of yeah. Pip, with, uh, where he's the bookie. And then he's in um, an hour-long episode that's not on there, unfortunately. But uh, called, I think it's called Death Ship. But uh, uh, I, I just I know, want to say I how impressed I am with well. with Brandon's knowledge of Twilight Zone. This is, <laughs> I know this is my well. level of this is my level of TV obsession. Like this is well, me with Columbo. I'm telling you, <laughs> my Columbo is your Twilight Zone. Yeah, it's my favorite. And in fact, one of the great episodes too, and Mike Dell, you would appreciate is they did. Um, it was I think it's I think the second. The last episode of the entire series. Um, have you read Ambrose Bierce's short story, An Occurrence at Owl Creek? Occurrence at Owl Creek. Yeah. Yeah, you know it. Oh, okay, so that an episode is short amazing. Story. Right. So, in the second, I think it's the second to last episode or, show, or so of the entire series, they uh, so they had a problem with like financing or something to show uh, that Twilight Zone didn't have enough money and they needed more episodes. So they somehow retained the rights to the short story or the short film that won at, at Cannes that year. And it was an occurrence at Owl Creek bridge. And they showed it on the twilight zone rather than making an original episode. And they were like, tonight we're going to show you. And it's, it's incredible. It's so goddamn good. So it, yeah. even if nothing oh, else, I go to season episode. five of the twilight zone and just watch, I mean, the short story is great, but my God, do they do a good job with it? it it's, it's phenomenal. So good. So, yeah. yep. oh, I love it. Favorite. I can I'm talk to Twilight, Twilight Zone. I, I love it. Oh, you know, it's, it's another so good, good episode. Uh, <laughs> is the um, just gonna keep the one with the kid who wishes you out into the cornfield? You know that episode? Well, that's that's a classic. Um, yeah, that's uh, Billy Mummy plays the little kid. It's um, Oh God! Why uh, a good place? Nope. Why can't I think of the name of the episode? I'm, I'm trying don't to they, uh, Wait, Larry, don't they reference that in an episode of King of Queens? Doesn't Kevin James make a reference about that in the cornfield? Or... Oh, I don't. I probably field? didn't get it. Yeah, I think so. I, well, but I'm sure you guys yeah. saw like in the '80s that Twilight Zone movie, right? I never did. Yeah, but I don't really remember. You didn't it. see that. Oh my God! Like because so the so in the that Twilight Zone movie, um, they did. First of all, it opens with uh, Dan Aykroyd of all people like driving a car, and then like want to see something really scary, and then whatever. 
But then they do essentially four episodes, quote unquote, like in the movie. And the first one they do is an original, but one of the ones they also do, they remake uh, that episode with, um, you know, with uh, Wishing Under the Cornfield. They do Kick the Can and they do Nightmare at 20,000 Feet. Those are the three episodes they remake. So instead of Shatner in the lead, it's uh, John Lithgow. Uh, up in uh, yeah. up on the airplane with the uh, with the gremlin up there, very scary. And by the yeah. way, you guys both know Jordan Peele's got his new one coming back in April. Yeah, that's what I hear. Oh God, I'm that very. That Us movie looks phenomenal. Well, let's not talk about it. And the reason I say that is I've not watched the trailer because I don't want to watch the trailer because I just want to watch the movie. <laughs> like I oh, don't want to know what watch it's about. The trailer. I just, I don't, it looks I don't awesome. like watching trailers. I hate trailers. They ruin the fucking movie. I don't want to know. Like, look, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go see it. I'm going to go see it. That's all that matters. I don't need to know. But why would you go see it if you don't know what it's about? Just because Jordan Peele made it? <laughs> yeah, because I know it's creepy, and I know how much I enjoyed um, Get Out, and yeah, that's all I need to know. Like, listen, we don't need mm. trailers for every fucking movie, especially when they're like, two and a half minutes of every highlight of said movie. Yeah. I don't, what's the point? Like, yes, let me I just go, yeah, just say, just put on the screen, us, a Jordan Peele movie. I'll go see it. Like, I'll, that's fine. <laughs> fine. But we have to sell everything. And it's, and especially in a time too, when like movies suck, like movies are terrible. <laughs> I'm telling you, everything, it's, it's TV is where it's at right now. It's not fucking movies. Yeah, I agree with that a million percent. Yeah, so it's like, just stop. I mean, like, don't, why give the fucking farm away? Just, like, calm down. Give me a little, t- like, I hear, for instance, um, I saw something today, but when the trailer comes out, I'm not going to watch it, but I, I saw something today that said uh, the second It movie is supposedly gory as shit. And you know what? I'm going to go see it. <laughs> That's because the first, well, not the first, but you know what I'm saying? The it that came out last year or whatever. I don't know if you guys saw that, yeah. but it was awesome. It was scary. It was a fun watch. Like I enjoyed it. So I like, I don't, it. I don't always need a trailer. No, like everyone's like, like losing their mind. Oh, the dark Phoenix trailer. I'm like, I don't want to see it. Well, I'm like, I, you know, I, I, I actually watched that yesterday. The dark Phoenix trailer. And is it, is it, it a good boring. trailer? Is it? Yeah. Uh, no, I mean it just looks like. No, no. It looks like garbage. <laughs> yeah, it really does. It looks bad. I, don't know. I just don't like. The only reason I was even considering it. Yeah, and I was only even considering because I'm like I like Sophie Turner from uh, Game of Thrones. I'm like, hey, I I want maybe. someone to make an X Men movie that is an actual X Men movie. Like where the characters are all in the right mean? timelines, like they should be with together and stuff, you know. <laughs> like I don't need to see an X Men team with Mystique and Cyclops and Be- what? What is this? this is yeah, like that, that's a great point. Give me a break. Well, did you watch? So did you watch uh, Logan? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I did. So yeah, like, okay, I I liked it, but I also remember thinking like. Um, there was too much salesmanship of like the fact that like, you know, this is more like a Deadpool movie. Like it's, it's, this is, you know, it's going to be hardcore. It's not, you know, I'm like, just put the fucking movie out. Let me watch. It. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, it wasn't I, amazing I, or anything, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I did too. I thought it was, you know, I, I, 
Right. I, I want these movies to either be, I mean, personally, I want them to be like Deadpool, where it was like really like, you know, hard R, funny, over the top, whatever. Or I just want it to be raw. Like, I want it just to be like, you know, don't make it comic booky. Just take these characters and fucking, you know, make this movie. And like, like, let's just, I don't know. Don't don't Hollywood it up. Like just yeah. fucking make them. You know what yeah. I mean? I I wanna, like so apparently there's that new mutants movie that's coming out. That's like a horror film. Did you know that one? Yeah, we. Uh, I've been hearing different. Like our buddy Jank said, it might even get scrapped. I don't know. Like it's not really like or, oh, or like not scrapped, scrapped one. but like directive. What did he? They put not even go release to theaters, Larry. Is that what it was, or it go to? Yeah, there was right? some kind of bullshit with it. Like it might go to a streaming service or something. I don't know. Why? Like, what? What's the problem? I don't know. I don't know. But man, that's shocking. Like, I thought. Like, I again didn't watch a preview, but like, I just thought. Like, when I heard about what they were doing, I was very excited about that. Thought that sounded great, but because again, you're just like reimagining it. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. Because like, I'm so done with you know, I. I <laughs> All the comic book movies—it's just too much. It's—it's it's too much. I hear you. Sorry, I'm bored. Yeah. I'm like, I totally. There's so many now that I'm like, I'm just not even seeing because I'm like, I just don't care. And I will say this, and you know what? I'll go on record. I'll say it. Black Panther overrated. It was good. Oh yeah, it was fine. Yeah, we've we've but discussed it, that. It's many overrated. Times. Very overrated. Yeah, it's yeah. overrated. I mean, it, yeah. like again, I enjoyed it, but I'm like, Jesus Christ, calm down. Like Infinity you know, War was better than Black Panther. I don't know if I saw Infinity War. That 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 it's good. just came out, or that was oh, about a year ago. I've seen but uh, yeah, Thanos I don't think I really saw cool. it. Yeah, check out hmm. Thanos. What about? Right, well, you, we, are you going to see that new? Uh, sorry, that new Marvel girl, or I could give a fuck. Or Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel, <laughs> Captain Marvel. That's it. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Probably not. Anyway, it looks pretty terrible. Right, I'm done. All right, we got to get to music. We got to get to the music, yeah, Larry. Let's do it. Let's do it. It's let's time. Do it. Suck it up, Larry. You ready? Hello. <laughs> now let's do this. Come on, we've got like like forty minutes. Let's let's make it happen. All right, All right Brandon. You, you, this year's uh, musical collection. You you entitled it yeah. "Sober and Drunk." Yes, that's uh, on the nose, right? And I should say too, by the way, um, because it's been a couple months now since I put it out. I might I might forget a lot of this. So it's fine. Yeah, well, I, I cut up. Uh, usually, I like to listen and then pick out my favorites. But uh, this time, uh, Larry, get a load of this. He uh, he doesn't put out the CDs anymore. He puts them on Spotify playlists. So you know, in the old days, there'd be like there were still a shit ton of songs, but there'd be like maybe forty, fifty, sixty songs somewhere on there. <laughs> so I get down here, Spotify playlist, one hundred and forty-eight songs. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what the fuck? One hundred and forty-eight songs. Just last year. Yeah, 2018, the best music of 2018. So, like, I, if 148 songs are making the cut, I say this every year, but 140, how many are not making the cut that you listen to? Good okay, Lord. Okay, let, let, let me explain myself, and, I, and I've said this to you in the past. I, like, if there's 148 songs, I probably listen to 3,000 songs. That's what okay, I mean. Number like, one. what the fuck? Number, okay, number Why? two is that, Okay, let me again. Let me let me finish. Number two is this: 
we are now living in a different time where I do not have to be restricted by the CD. Who listens to a CD? People listen to playlists. They listen to songs, whatever. I'm like, if that's the case, I'm just going to put this music on a playlist. And what I come up with, I come up with. That's what it's whittled down to. Why the hell should I restrict myself when nobody else is? It's, it's, to make something CD length makes no goddamn sense since no one's listening to a goddamn CD. But, but wouldn't it be so better if you like maybe your top – Top 10 songs? Top 11? Top 20? No. <laughs> top no. 48. <laughs> I didn't feel like doing it mean, this year. Maybe next year I'll go back to that, but this year I just didn't feel like it. I'm like, no, this is it. But honest to God, though, Brandon, these songs have to pop up on your iPod or whatever the fuck you're listening to them to, and then you have to think to yourself, who the fuck's this? I don't recognize this, but yet it's on my playlist. And then you got to look to, oh, yeah, the, oh, the no, bed no, no, sheet. I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah, I forgot. That, I love this I, 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 I am not even. I, <laughs> Is that a real band? Full, because that should be a band. In full sheet. agreement, I, occasionally, <laughs> even on, in that case, I'll look at it and be like, wait, who is this? That's yeah. exactly right. I'll be like, oh, yeah, right. Like it's like I recognize the song, but I don't recognize like the artist immediately, and that's exactly right. That like that that definitely happens. But you know what? I'm also 43 and a drunk. That happens with 20 songs. <laughs> so like, I'm not gonna say to you like, oh, it's you know. Isn't music though? Isn't part of it like sticking to what you're familiar with, so you can like at least like be part of the song. You can sing along in your head, or you can like at least tap your. But right I, leg I still or do what, that. Don't you understand? I I spend the entire year listening to new music. Like that's what I do. And, it, and when I say new music, I don't just mean I listen to an album once and move on. I listen to these albums over and over again, like <laughs> all of them. And then you, just, I start you just constantly them have earbuds in your ears, or how, how do you like yes, listen to the same songs? Come to my work all day, <laughs> every day. I have earbuds in, and if I'm not listening to music, you know what I'm listening to? Dave's a thunderstorm. Dave Damon. <laughs> well, that's what I do too, but I just listen to the right. same 408 songs over and over again. All right. Listen, so so I obviously I didn't listen to all these songs, really and I could have picked my favorites. Sorry. Yeah. But, but what no, I did, Brian, was I, I took – oh, wait, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, just to, to, to Larry's point, I have oh. listened to the entire run of Daves of Thunder at least six times. At oh, least wow. okay. six times. Oh, my God. Over and over and over again. So imagine what I do with music where I'm like – yeah, sure. Put it back on. I got to decide. So yes, all right. I mean that's what I do. So I didn't, I didn't play uh, all these songs. I didn't listen to them. But I, I, I went through your list of best albums, and I try, I picked like songs. Good. Oh, okay. So, good. so when good, we, good. we'll just play these random clips, and then uh, you'll just. Yeah. I don't know what the clips are. They're just numbered. Larry will play one, and then you'll tell us Fine. about the band and the song. All right. Fine. All right, Larry. Fine. So got ten audio clips there. Just. Pick which one and oh, so it's, wait, wait, real quick, wait, wait. Before you start, can I just ask? So you have ten mm-hmm. clips from both play, like combined yeah. the two playlists. It's a combined? mix. It's a mix. Okay. Because usually you, the one playlist is usually slower songs and one faster songs. Right. I tend to like right. faster, better, yep. but I think I got like maybe four and six, something like that. So, okay. Right. Perfect. All right. Hello. <laughs> Go ahead, Larry. Yes. <laughs> Here we all go from our parents and grandparents. There's no devil on one shoulder, angel on the other. They're just two normal people. These are the people that I get drunk with. These are the people that I get drunk with. These are the people that I get drunk with. These are the people that I get drunk with. These are the people that I get drunk with
is that? So that's car seat headrest. And let me just tell you something. Oh, that's right. Car seat headrest. (laughs) The first thing I thought before you even played a song, I was like, well, I guarantee you there's going to be a car seat headrest song. Yes. I knew it. I knew I like it. making fun of that brand. And they're like your fifth or sixth favorite album of the year, I believe. Car seat it's a great record. It's a great record. It's dynamite. Go listen. Listen, he does really cool dynamic stuff, like a lot of like cool changes in his songs. I'm telling you, that, see, the problem with the clip you just pulled, it does, it's, it's not emblematic of the song. And I hate that sometimes this is what happens. Because <laughs> that song gets crazy funny. And we dance on a <laughs> Larry, like, it's Larry what, what do you think so our buddy good. Shorzy would say to Car Seat Headrest? <laughs> your buddy <laughs> Shorzy? Give your balls a tuggy tit fucker. <laughs> yeah, give your balls a tuggy tit fucker. I don't know. It's just not so good. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> Car Seat Headrest. It's very good. Uh, suck a dick. Okay, let's next. <laughs> all, right, all right, Larry, next. All right, number nine. <laughs> Best song of the year, right there. Really? Little kid. That's connections. That's listen. By the way, you guys are both in the high five thread. That's Philip Kim, who's in our group from Connections, the Ohio band Connections. Cynthia oh. Ann may be my favorite song that came out in 2018. So that's, that's how Cynthia, it that, I have no idea the band, what you just said. The band is Connections, oh. and the song is Cynthia yes. Ann. Right. Yeah, that might be yes right. from Midnight Run. Who, by the way. Uh, the wife and I went and saw them play live this summer in Lancaster. They opened for Kurt Vile, and I got to meet Philip Kim, which was dynamite. Got to meet him in person and a couple other members of the band. But uh, that that I, I again, arguably, that's my favorite song of the year that came out. And uh, so Kurt Vio. What's that? Yeah, what did you say? Who's Kurt Vio? Kurt Vile. Yeah, whoever you said they opened for, like, how's that person have an opening act? How are they not the opening act? Oh, gee, okay. Kind of like that Twilight Zone episode where the people were in the small world, and then they realized they're in somebody else's small world. (laughs) (laughs) All right, um, the the album is called Foreign Affairs, Connections of the Album, Foreign Affairs. And you you had that as number four. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I said Midnight Ryan. I I had the wrong record. That's right, Foreign Affairs. And you had that on number four on your list of best albums. Yeah. All right. Oh, Records you're going to hear all year. And Intendant Anna. That's right. And Intendant Anna. They're a French band. Oh, okay. That's right. That's that's That was my favorite record I heard all year. So goddamn good. 
Tell me with every, yeah, the, uh, every song's a goddamn. It's and, and uh, there's a horn player, a lady in the band who plays horn. It's ah, oh, it's so good, it's so good. <laughs> and attendant on it, and the album is uh, lost and found. Lost and found, yeah, that's right. And I forget what the name of that song is, exactly, but uh, I don't remember the name of the song offhand. But goddamn, oh, that record's so good. <laughs> that that so might be good. the violence inside. The violence inside. Yeah, that's right. That's what it is. Okay. Yep. Yep. So wait. I know so every I, year or every time we do this. this. Like, are you disliking it? Oh uh, wait. Who? What's that, Brandon? I said, did you dislike that though, or? No, that was fine. I mean, it's what it was. Yeah, was I mean, fine. like, what's not to like? It's 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 good. <laughs> Larry, what what were you going to say about it? Uh, well, here's the thing. Every time we do this, I always bitch and moan about the songs, and Brandon. I can tell as the uh, clips get carry on, he gets less and less enthusiastic because he's usually pretty sad by the end. And I'm not trying to be a dick, <laughs> but so far, this just sounds like the Empire Records soundtrack. <laughs> like this all just sounds like mid '90s indie alternative type of music. I don't know. That's just I don't know. It, it's the same song. They're all the same song. Oh my god. Now, listen, I'm going to tell you a funny story real quick about the same song. Because, uh, Larry, I'm sure you know both of these songs. Uh, Drake, <laughs> you know, that, that God's Plan. And then what's the one, you know, Kiki, Are You Right? Uh, whatever. I can't think of what that one's called. But those two, I, I thought that was the same song. I have no idea what you're talking I don't about. Know. That was all pops and Really? Oh, I have I no I idea what Larry you're would know. Yeah. Well, I know, like, isn't that Kiki song, like, isn't there something, like, where people get out of their cars and dance? Yes, that's And then people were dying and stuff. Yeah, I know of that song. Oh, you ride? Yeah. Right, that, so I thought that song and the other one, like, God's Plan, I thought that was the same song. And my wife made fun of me today. I'm like, I don't fucking know. I just thought it was the same song. They sound exactly the same to me. So, yeah, there you go. I don't like Drake. I think that guy's a dude. I don't know. There. I think he's a fucking yeah. loser. I agree. You know who you I do? You like Cardi B. All right. I'll take do you really? Me. Cardi B is fucking awesome. Are you kidding? She's cool as I, shit. She just reminds have, me of, like, a generic Nicki Minaj. Like, I'll take Nicki Minaj. No, she's better B. than Nicki Minaj. She's Cardi no. B is funny as fuck. And, like, her lyrics are great. Like, she's, I think she's cool as shit. I really like her. Well, I'd put my, I'd put my dick in Nicki Minaj. I don't oh, know that much. Oh, well, I, well, I mean Cardi B is. Well, anyway, I probably wouldn't but... reach in the back. She's got a lot of ass. <laughs> All right. Jesus Next up, Larry. Christ. Okay. Let, let's hear, let's hear another song, Larry. All right. Frankie Cosmos. Frankie Cosmos. Yes. 
and the song is Vessel off the album Vessel. Vessel. That's right. Dynamite. Now we, I know you guys all hate her, and that's fine. But we've had Frankie Cosmos on the list yes. a few years ago. I remember talking about her. Yes. She's, she seems like a cute little girl, so yeah, whatever. Yeah. Do you, uh, fun fact about her? Do you want to know who her parents are? Emo uh, Phillips. I mean, I'm sure you don't know, right? <laughs> Emo Phillips. It's a nice pool, yeah. <laughs> Emo Phillips. <laughs> her parents are Kevin Klein and Phoebe Cates. Wow. How about that? I know. Phoebe Crazy. Cates. That's Phoebe Cates' daughter? Sure Eli is. In law. Yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. Well, she's hey. dynamite. In fact, she was a mon- so. Um, here, I'm going to tell you another quick story about Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Uh, Frankie Cosmos, along with shit, who was the other one? Was it Mitski? There was another band we were intending to see. Another uh, female-fronted band. We're both supposed to play at the Harrisburg Midtown Arts Center. It's called HMAC um, here oh. in Harrisburg. And both bands ended up canceling shows after we bought tickets. And the reason why is they have, now they have not outright said this, but it came out that like a woman reported to have been raped outside of HMAC and the bar not only did nothing about it, but because uh, the woman said, Somebody spiked my drink. So the bar did nothing about it and then said, if it turns out that your drink was spiked with, like, you know, rupees or something else, we'll buy you a new drink. <laughs> so these bands are canceling, and I have since boycotted this bar and will never go back because fuck oh. them. Because that's right. horseshit. So. Uh, in Frankie Cosmos, again, the album Vessel, that was number eight on your best album yes. of 2008. Yes. Sorry. All right, Larry. Hold on. Let me turn it down one. All right, here we go. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, is this the same one? (laughs) No. No. All right, hold on. Gobbin Jr. Yeah. Gobbin Jr. It had a little so, flaming look, lip I, I, sound to it. Say, she, no, she she's a weirdo, but that record's dynamite. It's really good. Uh she's a uh, but I, I, I agree, the name of the band is terrible. Gobbin Jr.? I don't understand. Yeah, and it's all one word. Not, There's like no space between yeah, the end and, and not the day. and not Goblin Jr. Gobbin Jr. Gobbin Jr. Yeah. Like what? That's a really uh Who's Gobbin name. Jr.? And, and the uh the album's name is Ocala Wick. Ocala yeah, Wick. it's very strange. Oh, I agree, God. but it's it's really good. It's it's really good, and I love that song. That was one of my favorite songs of the entire year. That was wow. great. Yeah, I uh, Goblin Junior. Well, number six on your best albums of 2018. Ah, there you go. Oh, so you're not really going in the top, or are you going in? What are uh, you they're not in order. <laughs> I just picked songs from uh, <laughs> okay. m- most of the bands on the list are uh, represented. Not all of them, but... but okay, um, gotcha. Sorry. I was very confused. Got, all right. 
Now we need to talk. We need to talk about this. That's why I put them on the list so you can talk about them. So, yeah. Okay, so Larry, before you before you intervene, let me say a couple things. So that band is Surrounder, and that record actually came out in 2017, but I did not hear it till 2018, and that was by far the best record I listened to in 2018. Number one, number two, I reached out to them. Uh, via Facebook, I contacted them and told them after hearing their record, holy hell, I love this record. These guys are this, this small little trio in Florida um, who, after hearing from me, were kind enough. They sent me a bunch of stickers. They sent what? me a cassette tape. They sent me all this stuff because they're like, that is so nice of you to like get in touch with us to, to tell us. Wow. When I, published, when I published the blog post, they they repu- or shared it on their Facebook, which I thought was very sweet. They have since broken up. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Oh. yeah. Now were they a couple? Like it sounds like a no, man and like a woman. I said, was... it was a trio, and I think yeah. there was something with the drummer maybe who have left. But now I I heard from them not long ago. I swear they said that maybe they're like putting something else out. I don't know. But either way, I was like, oh my god. Like I just found you guys out. I love this, and you broke it up. Oh, it's so upset. yeah. Yeah, when you said broke up, like, I, I just wondered like if it, you meant the, like a drummer left or if like they oh, actually no, I meant the split band up as broke a up. Sorry, no. But okay. that, the record's called Serpionder. It's a weird name, but I'm telling yeah. you, I've listened to that over and over and over and over and over again this year. It's very political. It's a very. It's such a smart goddamn record. It's it's very, it's it's. Oh, what's the word I want to look for? It's um, shit. It's it's antsy in a way, don't you say? Rudy? Shitty. It's antsy. It just makes you, it's, it. It it almost attacks you, but like in the best way. Really? Oh, it's so good. It almost attacks it's you. So really. good. It's so <laughs> With good. With a ukulele. It's so good. We, we need to, we need no, to have a clip of Shorzy no just yelling at people. We, we need to have a there's, clip there's of Shorzy no... queued up for this next time because uh, yeah, just every band. It's like, who, keep your who bowl is Go. Who's Letter Kenny. <laughs> you gotta uh, watch Letter Kenny. You're missing out on that. You know what I like? Oh, I will say this about you. that Letter Kenny. I like I like the the preview or whatever on Hulu because I like the song they play. Oh, the music on there is awesome. Every episode they have. Yeah, great I like music. I, I like every time that comes on. I'm like, man, I was like, this is a good riff. Like, I like that song that they play. So it's yeah. pretty good. Um. Anyway. Uh, all right, Larry. I th- we only have a couple more left, Larry. So you're getting close. A couple more. Oh my God! Oh, In fact, we have two good ones, and then I know one really bad one. Too, but we have two good ones yet. Oh, this is one of my favorites. Uh, see, this was one of the bad ones. Though, <laughs> no, fuck you. <laughs>
Yeah, yeah I, I'm starting to think you pick clips that are that are purposely bad. <laughs> no, I just pick a clip where there's like actual uh, lyrics and uh, songs. But yeah, uh, it seems it's, to be you're like, what what can make this song? Dude, I'm not like listening to all these song. fucking songs and picking like a. I just <laughs> click and there you go. Uh, I believe that's Cal Marx, correct? That's exactly who that is. They're a Boston that, band, another trio, and that record is fucking great. That record. It's so goddamn wiped out. Like, it's just like, God damn, you feel like insanely shitty afterwards. It's it's great. But they're not Yeah, like I, I feel insanely shitty after hearing that little clip. Um, it's well, Universal Care is the name of the album. Now, tell people the name of that song, Brandon, because this is like the most hipster pretentious song I forget. Song title it's, a ridiculous, it's something like, you're going to say, because I don't have it in front of me, but it's like something, I went down and saw the tree okay. and buried the tree. or like Yeah, it's know. so fucking stupid. All right, here's the name of the song. Today I walked down to the tree, read a book, and when I was done, I went back inside. That's the name of the, the song. Yeah. And I was going to say, that is like the most ridiculous name. The epitome of the hipster douchebag. Like oh, that title. record is awesome. I, I don't care what you say. It's great. Larry, what would you think they of that? They go fucking apes it. Uh, I, you know, he, I couldn't understand what was going on. Like, it was just kind of mumbly <laughs> to me. I was waiting, like, it just kind of sounded like that Take Me to Church song. I, I was just waiting for him to say Take Me to Church. Is that a Manix Street Preacher song or whoever the fuck? Yeah, I don't know what that the means. Band is you like? church. I don't you never heard the Take Me to Church song? I have um, no idea what you're talking about. Okay, well, I mean that makes sense. They actually played that on the radio and stuff. So, I <laughs> well, then I wouldn't know. You know, it's funny when I that's when right. I, that's sometimes I drive my wife to work and she insists on putting on like pop music, and I'm like, oh, good, it's that same Ariana Grande song that I heard yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I hear oh, you. God. You know, oh, you know, another thing every year that we do, and I'm always so angry. I think maybe there's a lot of. I'm jealous that maybe I wish I was as passionate about music as Brandon is because I used to like really like enjoy it, but I hate it now. I just <laughs> listen to the same well, old so, shit. I never okay, look for wait, anything new. Me, okay, wait, 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 wait. I can easily correct that. Why were you passionate about music? Like what, because it was fun sort of and like life had about? hope and all that sort of thing. But things are bleak and. Who knows? You know what I mean? Well, Larry, why like, everything you don't have to be bleak. Like, like go. I mean, you can have interests in things. <laughs> no, you really like, can't. You don't, I understand. But, but Larry, oh, why don't you go yeah. through a Spotify list and listen to the 148 songs? Maybe you'll find something that you like. <laughs> I know, but they're all going to sound like this, though. No. Well, we got two. There's two other song clips I know at least we have, and one of them I really right, enjoy, and then. And then one is a band we we opened the show with, which was uh, something nice to hear. The Breeders. Fun. That's right. The, go ahead, Larry. Let's see which clips are left. All right, here we go. This is we got three more clips. Okay, two are good. This is a long one, fifty-two seconds. So if you got a piss. <laughs> I want to take you to the planetarium I want to show you how ugly the sky is Have you ever faked it before?
Welcome to the aquarium. Welcome to me staring at you. Have you ever picked sick before? There you go. That's uh, that's Sloth Rust, and the album is The Fuck Pact, yeah. and the song is Planetarium. But I guess you can tell I like that one. I like Sloth Rust. Well, they're dynamite, and I should tell you, uh, Mike Dell, the wife and I are going April, the weekend of April 27th. We are taking a long weekend in Baltimore from uh, as a pre-birthday celebration to go see them. Ooh. Well, hey, tell that lead so, singer so I said, hey, what's up? She well, is. she is gay. Oh, all right. But I'll tell her. <laughs> mm, that hurts. I spent she's, a birthday oh, weekend in Baltimore once. Wow. She she is a fox, but she is gay, Mike, though. Yeah. Well, no one's perfect. But, yeah, I, I like I like the sloth <laughs> rust. I, I remember uh, you had uh, yeah, they've been on there before. a couple years ago. And, uh, yeah, 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 they're great. I, I, I think they are one of the – Great underrated bands, right? Now. Like they're they're in fact on that show you're the worst, which is dynamite. But they have the uh, they their opening their song is uh, the opening song to the show. But they're so good. I like now, now Larry. That it, that at least was a, a different sounding song. That sounded like an actual punk song, you know, or a rock song. So that's good. Yeah, I hear you. I'm not. That's okay. not one. That's not really my thing. That just sounded like my right. dad made me get a job. <laughs> no, these guys kind of right there, though, Larry. Like the three of them yeah. are all. Um, oh yeah, God, why can't I think of the name of the school? But they're all accomplished musicians from the uh, what's the school in Boston? I can't think of the name of the school. But they're all accomplished, like uh, blues musicians. Um, I'm not saying like, that. It's just like trained. His tone just reminded me of like Brad in California. It's a she. It's a she. It's a her. Oh, that was a girl. <laughs> Yeah, that's why that I said I wanted to say hi to the lead singer because she's. Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear you say lead. Her name's singer. like uh, Leah Wellbaum or something like that. Yeah. Uh, no, that's a girl. Well, <laughs> that puts a whole different spin on that song, then. <laughs> All right. Um, two left. I, I can't remember the one. I know two the left. one's the Breeders' Clip, but I can't remember the other one. All right, but go ahead. Yeah, here we go. Brandon, I should mention Slothrust was third on your best albums list. Now, this Breeders didn't quite make the cut. They were number 11. Number 11. They missed the top 10. Right, uh, right. The, the album is all nerve. But I was just ecstatic yeah. to hear that the Breeders are still making music. I had no idea. Yeah, this was um, – I, I, it was such a happy – for me, anyway, a happy comeback where I was like, God damn, this, ball, or this record's got balls. Like, it wasn't like – you know, a band, I'm like, oh, my God, they're making another record. Like, you know, like Weezer doing their bullshit. I was like, this record was <laughs> hey. like, it was good. It's good. What do you mean, yeah, hey, that... don't hate me on Weezer. They're a fucking joke. 
Come on. I like Africa. A joke. I like it. Uh, you're the worst. You are uh, the goddamn like worst. Take you're the me. devil. How long has it been oh, since the Breeders put out an album? Have they, like, always been making music still, or is this, like, the first one in a long time? Yeah, they did. T- I'm trying to think. They did Title TK. Ah, uh, fuck. I'm trying to think how long it's been now. It's It's been a while. Like, they uh, can't. I, I honestly can't. Tell you exactly. Okay, but, it. but it's some, like it hasn't been twenty years, basically, since like, the no, last time I've no, heard it's not been years. <laughs> no, All right. No. But I, yeah, because I love Kim Deal, no, and you know that's why I. Yeah, I put Cannonball there to open the show really because that's good. one of my all-time like, I mean, favorite it's, songs, it's, it's, and I love it. Yeah. What's that? Sorry. Well, we opened the show with Cannonball because uh, that's one of my all-time favorite songs, and honor the Breeders being back. Yeah. I love the Breeders. I love the Breeders too, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a little something. In 1995, I was at Jones Beach in uh, New York, seeing fish play, and oh, uh, when you wouldn't you know they uh, they covered Cannibal. Yeah, fish. It was dynamite. Thought, it was really. I thought you were going to say you ran into Kim Deal somewhere. Like, oh wow, that's nice. Oh uh, my God, I wish. Are you did you see New York? I'd be like a. Yeah. No. All right. I love them both. Hey, yeah, I was quick, just thinking, like, if you could put about music. Uh huh. No, go, go. Well, I was just going to say, like, I was thinking, uh, like, all the all-time musical ladies, like, if you could make a list, like, Kim Deal and, uh, like, Liz Fair, uh, they'd be right yeah. there. Oh, Those Liz two. Fair. Fiona I Apple. saw her in uh, Chicago. Yeah, Fiona. And, like, yeah. I love Liz Fair. Oh, she oh, was Liz a fair. Oh, God. Yeah. All right. Yep. I'm sorry, Larry. What were you going to say? Well, since we're talking about music real quick, I got a two-part question for you guys. Uh, I saw somebody posted something about uh, some tour coming, and it's got, like, Death Leopard and Slipknot and Tool. And then at the bottom oh, it says God. Smashing Pumpkins. So I'm thinking, okay, <laughs> is Smash- so here's my two-part question. One, is Smashing Pumpkins still together, or did Smashing Pumpkins get back together? And then part two, which scenario is sadder? Well... <laughs> I so if I'm not mistaken, they are together with their same lineup. I think I think it's still Corgan and Eha and all those fucking guys. Either way, they're a terrible band, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, well, Corgan, uh, like mean, he's way into wrestling these days. He's running a wrestling company, and uh, what? He, yeah, he almost bought really? Impact yeah. Wrestling. He, he tried to get Impact Wrestling. Really, Corgan. He, 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 yeah, he's a huge wrestling fan, and he's, like, one of the higher-ups oh in the company, and he, like, god. books it and writes it and everything, so, yeah. Oh, my God, that's amazing. Well, yep. it's, it's that's what I mean. You guys, you guys make fun. I, I hear you in your opening about the Mountain Goats. You realize... Yeah, they John love wrestling. <laughs> he loves wrestling. What, like, he wrote a song wrote about a Sasha Banks. Beat, the whole record yeah. is called Beat the Champ. It's all about wrestling. And Sasha album. Banks. He loves Sasha yes. Banks. Right, so I'm like, how can you make fun of of the Mountain Goats? He (laughs) loves wrestling. Well, well, you took that as I was making fun. Maybe we were saying we were one of the better podcasts that people don't know about. Oh, suck it, Dick. Play the last song. Well, you know what? We don't even really have to play his last one. We want to just end on the Breeders because the last one is... No, I want to hear it. No, no, I want to hear it. All right, good. Here we go.
All right. <laughs> All right. You should have just ended with the breeders. What, what do you do? <laughs> well, that's Remember Sports, and the album is Slow Buzz, and that was number nine. I know, your... but, like, again, if you're going to play that part of the song, I'm like, <laughs> Well, that's the opening that's of the song. That's <laughs> I know, but it, it changes. It's dynamic. Remember Sports, that record's great. So fucking good. And, like, to hear, like, the breeders and then that, it's like, what a downer. Like, I oh. know. That's what I said. I didn't want to get it. <laughs> <laughs> You had to hear it. But anyway, uh, so there it is, the uh, best albums of uh, 2018. Um, any bands that we didn't mention that you would like to bring up? I don't remember. I have no idea. All right. <laughs> it was all Weezer. <laughs> what no, about Weezer. Taylor Swift? Shake care. it off. It's been two hours. make the list? Listen. Listen, he, let me just say, he's white. in two hours, I've I've had a bottle of wine, I've had a yeah. 40, I've had, I, I've had so much. I mean, I, what do you want yeah. from me? Well, thank you, Brian. He's had you. I appreciate you making the time. Yeah. So, what did you say, Larry? I said he's had some other stuff. I haven't had some other stuff. Now, I think Larry's had some other stuff. I don't yeah. do other stuff. Uh, That's what you have to understand. All I all I do is drink alcohol. I don't take the. Well, why don't you replace the booze with uh, some other stuff? It'd probably be healthier for you. No, because I don't. You know why? Yeah. Like as Dave Feeney likes to say about the the gauge, I don't take gauge because it makes me fucking paranoid. And in fact, I think I told you guys about my friend, uh, my wife's friend, who came over the one night with the uh, the banana bread. Did I tell you about that? Um. That sounds a little familiar, the banana oh, bread. But she, I don't know. she she came over with a loaf of banana bread that was like cooked with with weed, and I I, uh, I ate a whole slice of it. I'm like, yo, oh, eat that. Next thing I know, I, I'm up in my bedroom with the sheets pulled over my head, saying to my <laughs> wife, I'm like, I can't come downstairs. I'm like, you gotta leave me alone. I'm, I'm, I, 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 I'm like, I'm a mess. I'm like, you just leave me alone. I'm like, I can't be down. Uh, like, oh my god, it was it was terrifying. <laughs> Seriously, wow. I've not been like that since I was since I was in co- the College of Santa Fe. We ate brownies and went to the Burning Man thing. We we ate these brownies. I just sat down in a field looking at. I was like, I I can't take this. It's too much. Uh, I, I have I've, had, I've had my yeah. What do you say? At some point, you and I do a podcast where we really just break down like our favorite Twilight Zone episodes. We just do a whole <laughs> Twilight serious? Zone. Isn't that what you hour did? Hour and a half or something. <laughs> no, no, we'll, 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 we'll dig deep. Oh, all right. Yeah. Hey, all right. Well, Larry, Larry, I'm going to say two things to that. Number one, I would love to do that. Number two. I know a guy on Twitter who does that, who has guests on each time, and they break down an individual episode. I was going to say, why don't you do an episode for each or a podcast for each episode, and we'll make it your new thing. But That's someone's right. already doing it. Someone's already doing it. But but here's the thing: he's quitting. He's done. Oh he's well, there you go. Started a new yeah. So Larry, if you want to do it, what I'm was here. his called? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Fair All right. What is that? It's Brandon's booze alarm. Uh, Sorry. Take your that pills. Was my, you know what that was? That was my alarm to uh, go shoot insulin into my belly. 
Oh, all right. Well, have fun yeah. with that. And uh, oh, I can't fucking wait. Is that, um, does that mean just guzzle another Mickey's down? Either way. Um, no, yeah. if you want to do this, uh, this, this Twilight, and I'm believe me, I, I love the Twilight. I'll talk about it all the time. I don't give a shit. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The only problem is, is like you know, your year and a half between appearances makes it kind of rough to schedule oh. anything. Well, why don't we do a don't, why don't, don't we do a Columbo podcast called One More Thing, and we'll break down each episode of Columbo. I hate that, but I'll tell you what: um, if you want to like listen, I'm not going to sit here and commit to doing a weekly uh, Twilight. Zone thing, but like, <laughs> we can we can you know do them as we do them. If you want, then go episode by episode, starting with uh, <laughs> episode number one. Where is everybody? Which is fucking great. Well, um, yeah. why don't we just do it? Why don't we just do a special LCS episode where, like, you each put together a top 11, and then, you know, you can get it. Yeah, that's what I was oh, thinking. Oh, a top 11 a top one-off. episodes. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love it. A one-off. I, 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 now, listen, Mike Dell, the thing is, if we do that, we're going to need the two hours. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 not going to be, let's, let's listen to an hour of Pat Piccarelli, let's listen to an hour of, like, wrestling, uh, you know. Let's uh, talk about the latest documentary I watched. It's going to be yeah. two hours of uh, Larry and Brandon saying, right. oh, yeah. yeah. Right? Fine. Larry, don't you agree? I agree. All right. All right, well, let's do it. Let's set it up. Believe me, I'm in. I, I'm, I'm, or, I can't wait. Or Mike Dell can wait. start watching some Twilight Zones. Yeah, I, can I, watch I think that's even a better idea. I think that's an even better idea. Is there a documentary the about the Twilight Zone? You got to watch yeah, it's called uh, the Twilight Zone. I don't know if there is, but there, <laughs> I, I've read a couple of books about the Twilight Zone, and, I, and when I say oh, that, I'm not even lying. I have. Well, you really uh, do love Scott the Twilight. Zone. I've never even read a book about well, Columbo, and you've read books Mark about Mark Scott Zickery has a great book called The Twilight Zone Companion. There's a great uh, <laughs> uh, biography about Rod Serling that I've read. It's. I'm telling you, I am wild for the Twilight. Zone. So, <laughs> I really uh, like the uh, Art Carney Santa Claus episode, too. I really like that episode. Oh, that's called uh, Night of the Meek. And I believe that <laughs> one shot on film versus uh, uh, the regular. Yeah, it's it's dynamite. It's it's so good. He, yeah, he's it looks great live, in that almost. Yes, that's exactly right. I, I think I want to say they did six episodes that were on. It's either live or on videotape. There's something different that they did. If you watch The Lateness of the yeah. Hour, that's another one where the daughter ends up being a robot. It's got the same aesthetic. So go watch that one. You'll see what oh, I'm yeah, the, yeah, the Yeah, uh, like the, the pretentious rich family. That's exactly right, where they're like, and, and the mom's getting the uh, massage from like one of their robots. It turns out the daughter's. So yeah, I, again, I, I could talk. I could talk Twilight Zone forever. The, the two topics I can talk all night that I that I know shit about Twilight Zone and the Beatles. Talk to the Beatles. <laughs> well, forever. Well, all right. Well, we'll go get your insulin, Brandon. I don't want you to drop. Yeah, yeah, I got to do that. I got to go shoot myself up. So. All right, buddy. Well, thank you. I all appreciate right, spending so much time with us oh, and catching up. It's been wonderful. It's been so good to reconnect. It's been way too long. Oh and my who God. would you be? One nine books dot com. Goodbye. Who would you be? That's right. Please, please buy it. Please read it. I, I mean, again, 
this is an accomplishment not just for me, but for Mike Dell as well. Let's 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 get people reading this. I I, I really hope people enjoy it. I'm 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 very proud to have it out there. So, um, hey fellas, bye 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 bye. bye. <laughs> there he goes, cousin Brandon. At later, Judy Brandon Bloom on Twitter. And uh, yep. at Judy again, one nine books dot com on Amazon. Just search Brandon Damashek. You'll find it. Who would you be? See that that music episode? It wasn't that bad, Larry. It was pretty quick. I think forty minutes of music. Or... Yeah, it wasn't that bad. It's all the same goddamn fucking song, though, man. Yeah, I, I hear you. Like the, the little bit I heard of these songs, uh, I remember last year when I was trying to listen. It was all the same. It, yeah, it's all just the same. Like I don't know. Give your like reality bites, like that kind of shit. Like, just late, independent, grunge, independent, alternative, whatever the fuck they called it back then. It just sounds like that, like Juliana Hatfield. It's it's that. It's but it's Juliana not even Hatfield that. It's, on every song. It, it's Juliana Hatfield with uh, Water Down. It's not even like, a, it's all yeah. uh, weak, weak wheel. Or maybe it's like more like that Zoe Deschanel bullshit. Yeah, whatever that's, that's fucking closer to what it is. Yeah. 1940s, um, I don't know what hey. the fuck she's trying, but it's garbage. I heard uh, these songs uh, like the Shorzy's Facebook post, and uh, we should tell him that uh, he'll put his swim trunks on for him anytime they want. <laughs> oh, dude, I love Shorzy so much. God, Lord. I, know. I still haven't seen them. Fuck your whole fucking yet. life, you fucking. <laughs> oh, so good. Shorzy. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I've been watching Letter Kid. Are we done? Um, yeah, I guess That's we're good. done. That was a long show, uh, two hours. I guess Tuffy's not on the line, probably, because it's not Friday. So he's probably he is on the line, but I, oh. I was told by Nick that I was. she's coming into bed at 9, and it's 9 oh, or 4, okay. so All right. she's ready to go to bed. Good. All right, well, thanks to Brandon. And, uh, again, 19books.com, who would you be? Uh, go to the Mr. Hipster blog, and you can see his music. Um, just Google Mr. Hipster Brandon Damashek, you'll find it. And uh, next week, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Something. I don't know. Yeah, next week. So, uh, all right. Did you say one nine books dot com? Yeah, I'm sure you did. Yep. All right. Pass the Joe at LCS Hockey one nine if you want to follow Mike Dell. <laughs> Pass the Gin Governor. <laughs> N-E-S-T-L-E-S, Nestle's makes the very best. Sorry.
Thank you very much.